Welcome to the 100th Monkey Radio with Tom and Ramon, and oh my word, do we have a show lined up for you guys today. Uh, we recorded this on uh, September 18th, and uh, we're we're recording the intro here on the 20th of Saturday, but uh, wow, uh, what a show, Ramon. This guy has absolutely hit the mark. And, you know, during that whole show, my energy was running so freaking high. It was uh, just amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, I I have to say that um, for myself, the first hour was so high energy that I even got like some kind of like, I don't know if it was like a memory or download or something where I kind of saw our guest like... I don't know, like, he was sitting down, and but we were, like, together. It was weird. Like, it's one of those things that's like a fleeting moment. Right. You know something, and wait, don't leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was quite dynamic. So, so we had James Evan Bomar III, uh, better known as Seven, from the uh, website uh, astralquest.com or uh, theresistance2010.com, and uh, he's also got a new uh, program coming out, and I might as well throw that website out here right now, and it is called uh, uh, secretenergy.com. Now, uh, and this is a program they're getting ready to start up, and we're looking at it within the next couple of months becoming active, where it's uh, open source spirituality teachings and trainings, and it's a, a community-based forum, you know, a community-based program, uh, open source, right? So that means everybody is involved and everybody has a, a, a part to play in this. And uh, it looks really, the way he explained it, it sounds really dynamic. And uh, he explains it a, a bit better in, in the second hour or so. Uh, you guys out there that uh, want to dig more into that, I definitely urge you to to check out the second hour over on the the hundredth monkey radio dot com uh so seven he was born on october twenty second seven oops jeez he was born on october twenty second in nineteen seventy eight in detroit michigan and the and is the author of code to the matrix and the developer of the resistance and the wholeness foundation he's deeply involved in universal transformation and currently resides in costa rica James possesses an atypical background that has led him to developing the resistance, exemplifying strength and infinite possibility of per a person's creative spirit by not just giving opinions, but setting the example. The example being, uh, who one was yesterday and is today is nothing similar to what one can become tomorrow. He has been a computer engineer, a gang member, a pastor, a CEO, a prisoner, enlightener, telemarketer, clothes designer, convenient store clerk, promoter, inventor, cypherist, and many other rare and sometimes controversial positions to arise as a quickener that can relate to people from all walks of life. James is currently working in Costa Rica developing a community of virtu and virtual institute with the primary focus of non-universalism, finding the common integers of all species in order to learn how to build bridges to balance a mind, 
body and soul. Uh, and wow, uh, we kind of uh, picked up the conversation in mid-sentence here, and uh, just just this guy, we we gave him a little bump, and 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 uh, off he went to the races with with what he was putting out there for us. Uh, I'll send you guys. I'll, I'll, I'll read you guys the email I sent to him uh, that kind of outlined a little bit of of what we were kind of wanting to sh- focus a show on. And uh, from there, he, like I said, it just it was a little bump to get him going. And oh my God, Ramon and I just sat back, and this guy was plugged in. Uh, in the email I wrote. Uh, I said, I'm not sure if you have a specific direction you want to go tonight, but I'm thinking a lot about how we integrate to the level of being, the uh, level of being, the knowings we come across on our paths. Why do we waffle back and forth, and what, if any, are the key key phases we go through to reach the place of being with new concepts? Uh, how do we come to a place of knowing with how much we are able to share with others, and how do we determine how much is just too much for them to accept? Uh, I've noted many teachers just do not have that skill of empathy needed to feel the one they are attempting to bring to an inner standing. And even though the student may be nodding and doing the uh-huh, uh-huh uh, thing, they may just not be getting through, and our, our, uh, this, the teacher may be just placing too much in the mix for them to grasp. Uh, how do we develop those skills, and what are some of the key components to consider? Now, just from that right there, uh, James took off into uh, quite a conversation, and as you guys are about to hear, uh, and I'm sure you will agree, that uh, wow, this guy definitely got plugged in. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So... Off we go into the conversation. Uh, namaste, my friend. We don't need to go through these weird protocols. <laughs> and it's like, you know, the cordialness and all the weird stuff that goes on, that's just monotonous because this is about getting real about this thing. Some people are going to have some major changes today. It may not be everyone because the whole everyone thing is like, you know, wise teachers say never say everyone because <laughs> you have to include everything. And just because everything doesn't want to do what you want to do, you know, you're going to melt down with that problem alone. So, but we're talking about those unique individuals that are ready to make that expansion because that expansion is here. And the first thing is, is that I just really want to say, I guess this will be the second thing. I also want to say that as far as the introduction about myself and why I can speak in such an authority about these topics is because I'm experiencing this and I've been experiencing this for years and years and years ever since I was younger and it's only gotten stronger and stronger. When I come in with uh, the explanation, I'm just a person like you and blah, 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 I think that kind of dilutes at times the power of the message because in reality, I'm not a person just like everyone else in the tense that I'm making different choices with my life to expand into a, a very small percentile of what generally a person deems that they can expand to in this reality. And what I'm talking about is I'm talking about the use of the third eye and I'm talking about a full-on pursuit of sovereignty and I'm talking about breaking out of the matrix just as a child comes out of the womb at nine months rather than being picked at and plucked on and, and all that with the other species that are here on this planet and have been on this planet for a prolonged period of time because of their behavior. So we need to get it very clear that this planet means this frequency. There are several 
other frequencies here that once you get into, you won't even be aware of what's going on in the other frequencies anymore. You won't even be able to see it. And so we're gonna talk about the mechanics and how that works and what's storing that. And we're also gonna talk about solutions. So I wanna let people know it's probably gonna be in the beginning part of this conversation. A lot of me highlighting some of the situations, some very simple, some very complex, about why it's necessary for us to start to implement what I believe the second part of the conversation is gonna be about, which, which is the solutions. So I do wanna tell people I do not believe at all that the problems exist before solutions. It's impossible. That's why the word solution comes from the word soul. Soul means sun, et cetera, because there's ancient knowledge and should be current knowledge that the sun is spraying out a reality that takes place on multiple levels. And earth is lower on the level of receiving those actions. So until you get onto higher levels, and I'm gonna be quiet and let you talk, as soon as you, until you get on higher levels, then you always see the vibration of the frequency of what's taking place from your level. So in many tenses, you'll see the effects, but not the causes. Uh, I was just gonna say, let's, let's get started. Because I'm already you're... recording, Ramon. So Yeah, so am I, but... It's... We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll keep on flowing here. I'm not going to yeah, stop Yeah, maybe it. you can do a little editing and chop it off and, you know, yeah. you know we're, we do We're going to keep all that in there. Okay. Um, and and I'll, I'll, I'll do a bio and stuff after the fact. I'll, I'll, I'll chop this little part here out anyways. Uh, but uh, I'll do a bio and stuff after the fact and add that at the, at the front end. So, okay, nice. Uh, so we don't have to, to deal with all that stuff. So, okay. uh, so uh, shall we, uh, I, you know, and... And uh, we'll just pick it up from right here. And, you know, I agree 100% with you when you when you talk about that, uh, uh, you know, we all are on one level. We are all the same. But there is another level there that uh, those of us who are consciously taking the steps to expand ourselves do take ourselves out of the out of the. Um, the 99% or whatever you want to call that. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, this, this one's even very simple. I've learned how to simplify this. When we were all together, if we we're going to use that statement, we are all together, because if we're together, like I'm in a bedroom with you right now, so that we got to get it very clear, or we're always together. So it's either one or the other. The time that we were all together was at the point of what they call the Big Bang. Right. Which is so when there's a bang, that means something is exploding. So before it exploded is what I'm saying before the duality and the division, which is infinite, it seems, started, that's when we were all together. And the full collected being of what you're dealing with, to even accept that that's where we're at now, is, it's almost like taking crumbs. It's less than taking crumbs because the true state of where you can and will be when you're truly all together, which is something that's already happening now, and this is something that gets oxymoronic after a while, but what I'm saying is we are not separate. We're all inside of a bubble. We all have a biorhythm. We all have our aura, and there's many different things like grids and tentacles and connections that twine us all together. So from that level alone, no matter how much a person wants to feel separate, by fact, they just are not. So then right. there's this idea of being separate, okay? So we just need to understand that there's another dynamic to this, and it's very tricky and very powerful. And it can convince a person that they're, in fact, they are separate. And this serves to weaken them continuously, life over life, dividing them smaller and smaller and smaller until they're just insects. So until we realize that there's real power in connecting to everything, that means nothing is off the list. That's only a reflection of self. 
until we're ready to do that, which is the learning procedure that we're going into, then there's this, I, this, this progress that we're going through, this ladder that we're climbing, where it's either, or we're either descending or we're ascending on that ladder. And so this is, this is a, a simple thing. And I call it a drama, though, because this word really etymologically means the dragon mother. And what it means is how the universe is stretched out across the galaxy after the Big Bang is very similar to a cosmic, what they call it, a rainbow snake. And what they mean by this is, is that the rainbow is the multiplicit colors that actually create races and all their different divisions in twinkling and shining. And then the serpent or energetic electric side of it is what takes place inside of that, those dramatic worlds as they run on primarily electricity. And that's the kind of energy that is being dealt with versus worlds of magnetics. And you can just think about just the simple changes if our world converted from electricity and oil to just magnetics and how quiet things would be wow, and yeah. how solace, right? And then the energy flowing around would be symbiotic with our ore, like magnets, if you play with them a little bit, you start feeling a little strange and your teeth, the piezoelectricity in your teeth start getting a little funny. And it's because through what's called bioenergetics, it's the study of placing magnets around the body to open up different channels, you can basically begin to activate the body's not electrical system, but magnetic, and some say electromagnetic system that you know, are, are gives you different effects, but remember, what we have is several schools of thought and teaching here on the planet. So some person can cause this same kind of phenomena with herbs. Someone can cause this same type of phenomena with only elements and crystals. So we, in that way of being unique, each have this talent or gift, and that gift gives us the ability just to metamorphosize, just to birth. Because there is no greater gift than to be able to birth. But now we have to ask ourselves, how many children, and this could be our ideas, this could be businesses that we crashed, this could be relationships that we got into, how many children are out there running around untendered with no real adept or adult parent? That means the person in their consciousness saying, hey, I'm the Lord over this and the God over this. Whatever happens here is gonna be like it happened when I came in here. I came in alone per se, and I'm going to leave alone. Now, you very seldom see two people die at the same time. So this means that there is a personal responsibility that each one of us has to get ourselves to the next level. And the reason why this gives us power when we start to just come back inside of our solace and saying, well, look, I'm still responsible for this rather than I got to save everyone. It's because the person actually starts to reflect more on themselves rather than finding an scapegoat. Because even the, the concept of the scapegoat, which is an inverted pentagram, is that you can blame someone else for all the problems. So when we understand the dynamics and the trickery to that, we can even see some of us, even as conscious people, have a whole list of things that we want to blame that basically becomes the reason why we don't activate. <laughs> right. Because the main thing here is, I'll, I'll tell you about this planet and this, the creators, okay? And the reason why there's, you can't find the creators because they don't have egos. They don't want someone saying, uh, well, you created it. Oh, wow, it's beautiful. They don't need that. They know what that equals. So that's why nobody knows what the creator is, who the creator is, except for the jackal, who's uh, king, who's Cain, who's Khan, who's the priest, who's the Cohen, who's the dog face, Anu, 
from Sirius or Anubis, even cannabis, okay? That being is the one that said, well, shit, if the creators are not going to say that they created it, I created it. And that's what gives us the word king, because that then is one being coming forward and saying, <clears throat> my power is actually greater than everyone's. Do you agree or not? We agree, king. Okay, so for that, I'm going to be your ruler. The moment that kind of shit happens, excuse my language, that is the birth of a god king, uh, or what, what would be called a, a dog king, okay? Mm. And that kind of concept, resting in the kind of beings we are as mine, disempowers us from a simple level of if it's someone else that's supposed to be fixing this. If it's someone else or something else that's supposed to be taking you into the higher levels of your spiritual enlightenment, then it will be always up to that invisible force to make its decision on when it's going to do it. And don't be surprised if it takes forever because it doesn't even exist. There is no external God, if hopefully in the sovereign's mind. But inside, there is a master. You are the master of self. You have to go right in on yourself like the battlefields of Arunja. You're back again. The demons and the gunads and every other being is running amok inside of your temples, the two states of the consciousness, right? And this gets into what, we were, what the question first was presented today about. Why is it that so many can't get out of the dualistic or the gravitation of the dualist, dualism? Like moment they, one moment they like you, you do a thousand things good, then you do one thing bad and then you're under the bus. What kind of behavior is this? It's because the body, if you understand what the creators did, even with the plants, especially when they were in their original states, is they created in symmetrics. Symmetrics means one side is actually perfectly identical to the other side. So believe it or not, if you'd arrived on the planet when it first jumped off, everything was symmetric, even the trees. But as the division began and one side became stronger than another, everything in the reality reflects some kind of imperfection. Now when you look on a leaf, they're not perfectly symmetric anymore. When you look at even a face, Part of the face is a little obtuse, okay? And this is, a re this is the reality of, of being in this crucible. That's why in the earth, the astrological symbol is a cross. That cross in alchemy is known as the crucible. If you make it out, you'll be a thousand times strong. If not, you will always be under pressure. And so this is what takes place in the reality and to, unless we choose to fall asleep. Unless we choose to go into ignorance, they say ignorance is bliss. <laughs> well, actually, no. What ignorance is, is ignorance is the moments in which you get lower on the vortex to when certain things start happening, you don't even know why it's happening to you and where it's coming from. Mm. What we're really wanting to do here is take that knowledge, that intelligence. Let me tell you what the future is, gentlemen, and you already know. We're just only reiterating it. The future is knowledge. Let me show you why. Because a person such even as myself with certain levels of knowledge are already in the future in a certain tense to a primitive state of mind, if you want to give it that term, the mind who is looking still for the husband man or the king or someone else to take care of it so that way it can, you know, get its regular life going on versus the individual that grabs the reins. So let's grab the reins on the conversation a little bit. Let's pull it back. Let's talk about diets. And let's talk about some, some buckwheat grass. 
And what me and my wife were talking about today is just how if you really were to try to assign a diet to an individual, instead of saying that there would be like, let's say three different kinds of diets or four different kinds of diets, vegetarian, meat eater, raw vegan, et cetera, it would be nine or however many people in the world, eight billion diets. <laughs> and the reason is because of this uniqueness that's caused by several different things that we don't need to get into now, the person needs a specific calibration of elements. You could call these elements space dust because within the apple, uh, within the, the banana, both of those actually belong to the planet Venus, within each organism that is living here, there's actually a planetary system that it corresponds to. So just like Zodiac, you have these nodes. And if you have a stronger node on one end than the other, your goal is to balance out that node. And certain elements that you take in, now remember, you can go through several stages of matter. You can, the lowest stage is slow down plasma, that's meat, that's flesh. One more stage above that, that's vegetable matter. At least, and also cooked vegetable matter. One stage above that generally is grains and seeds. Then one stage above that, you're already getting into the elements such as, uh, uh, um, excuse me, I'm losing my train of thought here, but you're getting into elements such as what they use in the Ayurveda. You're getting into where the minerals, like what's dripping off the bottom of the Himalayas, the slag, with 85 minerals inside of that kind of substance called shilajit. You're dealing with those kind of elements that also power the body. And as you keep moving up the ladder, there's a succession of elements that, in a certain tense, all do the same thing in their different categories, but it depends on the density of the person to what will really affect them. Some things affect people way too strong. While other things, they can't feel it at all. So this is that specific diet. And there are some basic principles to it, like just think of it as this. When you look at it, what's its energy potential? <laughs> this is like hard-coded senses that we have. If you're looking at something that has been baked and broiled all night, <laughs> it ain't there. Because <laughs> what would you be like if you were baked and broiled all night? I mean, you would be gone, right? So when you look at things, and this doesn't, this doesn't mean a person has to judge, and this is what I'm saying is don't judge this. Don't immediately go, well, that's why I said stop eating meat, blah, blah, blah. Like I've seen some people that have been eating meat that are more conscious than people who have been raw vegan, all spaced out and all airy and don't even know what the hell is going on versus this dude's been really in the field. Yeah, he had to eat meat, but shit, he saw how the war really was. You see, so don't start judging in a tense, and I'm just telling in the mind, don't allow your mind in this conversation to go out anywhere to point, oh, it's them. This is the key point of the conversation. Anything that I'm actually saying, do not allow your mind as a technique to go out right now and then point out who is like that that you know. Because the moment that it does that, it's not inside itself anymore. It's not working on self anymore. It's in duality. And so our being is so centralized in order to even be able to communicate with it and change it, one must speak that language. And that language, excuse me, shouldn't even be called language, not speak, because the direction it's going in is inside. See, speech, when you say something, even when you think something, it all goes out. It's penetrating light. But to have introspection, which is a technique that's been lost, right? To have introspection is to send those same energetic forces inside to regenerate the vehicle. This leads to spontaneous regeneration. I'm telling people, 
what I've cracked into and others, it's not just me, is the great arcana. It's here, but it's actually here in a time in which it would be ignored. And, you know, every now and then I like to pick up a couple of these scriptures because they did steal the stuff from some places where it was authentic, mainly the Gnosis. But they talked about how the world had gotten to a point that they couldn't find one person that knew the supreme being. If you take that back into its original text and see what it says, it means that not one being on the planet could activate because there is no God. So everyone knew then that the being was God, that you were God. But beyond that, because God is Germanic God, Gud, the king, that it actually means something, just like Allah actually means specific beings. They're not, this is not, these are not general terms, no matter how much people think in English that they are. So what you were talking about with self and the keys to self, it encompasses mind, body, and soul. So we do have now what's being developed. We're developing a curriculum that allows an individual to work themselves up from the netherworld, because the netherworld is what I call the wilderness. It's the wonderland. All the what's, when, why's, where's. The commonness of all those words that I just said in this world are all, they, begin, they all begin with W. So the language has this code in it. And what the W shows is that it's called the zigzag. Zigzag, zig. This was an, even an ancient word. This means instead of you getting right to where you need to go, you're zigzagging. <laughs> How long is it going to take you to get there then? And so what we have here then on this planet is a real live RPG, a real live role-playing game. <laughs> this is you in the role-playing game because... The malleability of this particular reality, meaning how much different things can be altered based on the type of knowledge you have, is tremendous. In fact, last time when I read the book, it said nothing cannot be done. <laughs> I don't care what situation you have yourself in. You just need the knowledge that is you, didn't, you need the knowledge that takes you to the future away from that situation. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. And uh, so what I'm talking about with the diet, just so we understand, is that as, as uh, Ramon, I believe, was, was mentioning, that there are super greens. And these super greens, these things are super cheap. <laughs> that's what most people mm -hmm. like about them. But make sure you do get them from someone that is selling the organic. And these days, these folks so serious about this organic, man, they may shoot you if it's not organic. So there's some really good organic farmers out there. And these seeds, they can be put into this stacked tray. This tray is, uh, looks like several bowls stacked on top of each other. It takes very little square feet. And placed in the sun, and then these seeds on these different levels grow and sprout. And what is inside those seeds are enzymes. And the enzymes are basically the highest energetic potential of food. They are alive. Okay, and in, 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 in every tense, it's a purified plant, especially if you're using your own water and you're doing different things with the water, because that's all these things. They don't need soil. They don't need dirt. And like I said, you can feed on the super greens 24 seven and keep your trays rotating out. And then not even also these things are ten dollars and you get enough for lots of super greens. So that's just one thing. But one very powerful thing, because as we're learning now, I think they say, you know, some of the Tibetans, they just run around with a goji berry. But don't believe that they're ones that you get from Whole Foods. These goji berries come from a mountain that is rooted in that same stuff that's in that Shilajit. So these goji berries, which is 
just a phenomenon of plants for those who study botany. Anything that you put a plant in, it withdraws that essence and puts it inside of itself. This is also the secret of the horcrux. It's basically where on the planet, all of the trees that you're seeing are inhabited by a living soul that is a composition of several different things that it has affiliated with over its process on this planetary system. And that's why I say every per there is a tree for every person. And then that tree remains rooted. So even when things get completely out of control, you still have a silver line or a tether or a root that will keep you uh, floating out there like an astronaut <laughs> until you rope yourself back in. But Earth has several systems just as in its own advantage to keep going in order for us to continue this, this life and this experience here. But the main thing is go on out of the ladder. There's, there's more beside Earth. Remember, Earth means dirt. So from the ground up, we build this temple. And if you understand that the secret to a lot of the cultism is in the religions, which are heavily occult related on the malevolent side, is that they build from the top down. That's why they show the, the, the dove descending. The danger of this is, is that if you get fully activated, but you don't have a root chakra, you don't know where you came from, you don't have no foundation, oh my goodness. This is like the equivalent of letting off one of those shuttles that be shooting all the smoke and everything everywhere, but the launch pad is cricket. <laughs> now your parallax or your projection is off course. This is actually what causes a zigzag. So the knowledge behind the zigzag is that the tree or going up the tree was the straight way. While the tree also had these branches, and those became symbolic of the serpent because that, those branches were known as the path. And on the path, there's lamb on the path. Lamb is, of course, the, the entity Awas. But there's lamb on the path, meaning distractions on the path that lead one into believing that the path is the full attainment. And this is when we throw our cards in completely, or excuse me, we keep our hand, excuse me, this is when you keep your hand. This means whatever life is dealt, I don't care how great it is, there's something greater. And this kind of thing was always driving us, it was always keeping us going. So it's something that you really wanna latch a hold of these days is that even setting goals sets limits. You gotta understand what you're doing. You can give yourself quasi goals and say what you wanna do, but the reality is is that it's infinite. You don't have any limitations. There's no something that you're trying to become. And so these are the keys and the building blocks and the foundation and the fundamentals that it takes. And it's, you know, it's coming out in a certain tense of eloquently with speech. And in a certain tense, it may even be losing some people. But I tell you the truth, it's really the vibration. And let me tell you a little about the vibrations. Now, it's like CNN versus Vice News. Be, unbeknownst to most people, CNN is Canaan, okay? It's the Kabbalistic word for Canaan, okay? And the Canaan, or Canine, is where the dog god was originally from. So if you can understand the kind of information, is always going to be disinformation. But it's not only that. When you study film very deeply, you'll find that if you keep taking footage and recoding it, encoding it, transcoding it, I don't care what that is footage of, it after a while has no meaning. It doesn't, you can't feel it. All of the essence of what was captured is gone. 
Versus if you take your own camera and you go and record something, you may see that lady start crying, <laughs> my baby. How? And it's because all of the essence, or not all of it, but the next level of the essence, most of it, is still remaining there in that moment. So the reason why I bring this up is for people to understand that even the information that they're getting every day has been stepped on, has been transcoded and recoded, and the potency to it is just not there. So in order to put that potency back into it, and I got a little off my train of thought, but maybe we're just going to go back to the diet again. You have to ingest substance that actually have the potency that is necessary to rejuvenate your vehicle. So in a tense, what I'm saying, and to give it a nutshell, is that you are what you eat. In the highest levels of teaching to help an individual expand, generally the first course, the first course talks about diet. And the reason is because after that person gets done with the course, what are they going to go do? <laughs> They're going to go eat. They're not going to Especially if the course is a long one. It's like, man, that was crazy. Let me go get something to eat. So any master's course did start with explaining to a person, look, you are what you eat. Once you clean up the diet, once you get rid of the karma, then you actually can get into this other stage where you're light. You get lighter. You start consuming light instead of flesh. We're always consuming something though. And this is, uh, this is what also needs to be highlighted. Why everyone, you know, the light side is like, oh, we're so holy, tearing into that piece of meat, right? Uh, come on, you're consuming something. But then when you really start reflecting on this, you even see tearing into salary somewhat the same way, this dependency on feeding this organism. Uh, it's gotta get something to eat, whether it's a thousand carrots or a couple pieces of sausage. So it is a process that when you work your way up the ladder of the, uh, I guess we would call it ecosystem, the real ecosystem, you get into lighter and lighter elements. One of the major elements is water. Now remember, you don't have to do this in succession. You could do all this at the same time. I know people, big fans, are just throwing it all into the system at one time and seeing what happens. But your, the water, as you work your way up the ladder, comes into play because that's where you're getting 70% of your fuel from. So these are the step-by-step -step processes, and I don't care where you're at. I don't, I don't care what's in the water. If you distill it, and then you remineralize it, see, this is why they were able to give distillation water a bad rap, is because it will leach all the minerals out of your body if you do not put minerals into distilled water. Water as life. So it is naturally attracted to minerals. So instead of looking at water as just this passive thing that we're drinking is doing what we want, water is the real energy. So it's thinking. It has a hard-coded program of its progress and what it needs to do. So when it goes in the body, if it's distilled water, it's looking for minerals because it needs to live. So you have to put the minerals inside of the distilled water and then bada-bing, bada-boom, you got the first level of brew. Meaning that that water, if you can begin to swap the water out in your body with that water, it takes a process. The body goes through this process. And there's always a process. But you'll see that the intelligence level will skyrocket. See, because a lot of times diets are based on whether it's getting you big or not. And obviously, I, actually, I'm, I've gotten quite muscular on just this diet I'm eating now. And I'm definitely not eating meat. But the reality is that some people think that it's just all about whether you're getting skinny 
or whether you're buff, whether they're going to be a vegan or a vegetarian or whether they're going to eat the meat. But the reality is, is that what's never considered is how advanced is the mind when it's not consuming a lot of things that it just has to process. Let's take this out of the context of animals and things like that. When the body has to process anything, and let's do the little metaphysics here. When it goes into an organ, it is actually going into a chakra. We all know organs connect to chakras, so let us go. We now also know that chakras are planets. So this means that in your universe, you just imported a piece of chicken into one of the planets. And now that planet is consuming that chicken because these organs are needing to eat. Actually, the organs in deep mysticism were connected to the archons. The organs are the ones that need food. So if the organ is not running in perfect condition, not only does it drag down the other organ, it also becomes out of balance and out of harmony. So there's something very important that we need to see here, and that's each person has this inner I don't call it a universe, it's an inner but the condition of their universe is based on a ruler. So when a person elects an external ruler that never shows up, like al-Baghdadi, he never shows up. They call him the, the ghost because <laughs> he never shows up because he's, they're bringing the video out now. He's half, they call him a Rolex chic or whatever. It's because he's affiliated with all the foolishness that's going on that caused the, the chaos and turmoil. So, but they never see that person. But this is no different than what goes on with the whole God idea and the whole Jesus idea. It's no different. Nobody's seen it. Not in a thousand years even. This is a chagrin. This is, this is ultimate ignorance. But no one's going to move a finger at activating, even though we know we're dealing with a situation. So the situation, though, is so intrinsic. Because you can't die, it actually becomes interesting. Meaning, once you get to a point that you realize that what we were, if there was ever a fear, it wasn't of death. Right. It was actually of life and immortality. Oh, scary. Never stops. <laughs> like, imagine if you're experiencing something that you don't like, and then you get the memo, it's not going to end. Oh, my goodness. What do you, <laughs> you see? The phenomena of what we can step-by-step step reverse engineer that will have to happen to the beings that existed here on the planet. And so when we get to this stage of just being able to take what's simple, and because it's about us, no time is being wasted. These stories, and like I said, even the language reveals a great deal of things through the etymology. There, there is a, a spell, as it's spelling. There, is a, 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 there are rights, as, oh, that's right. Well, what happened to left? There are different kind of things going on with how the craft is being worked. And so this kind of knowledge, is instead of iPhone <laughs> and PS4, was exactly what a person was more aware of than anything else, meaning that man and woman's only power is what we're calling magic now. <laughs> they went swords and all that. <laughs> man, once you picked up one of those, it meant you were defeated. Think about the action. The moment that you make an action, there's a reaction. The moment that you slay someone, then you shall be slayed at some point by something. So just the whole way that we work was in such a subtle way. We were like surgeons with the dimension. We didn't touch or move things too much in our own. When I say dimension, I'm talking about consciousness. We didn't take it away from its perfection, right? But at some point, we did. And then now we're in this position. We created death. This is the cult of death. Okay, all the stuff that you're seeing in deep mysticism is just summed up 
as the cult of death. It's basically the beings that want to die so that they can experience something new. Think mm. about it. Once you feel like 70 years old, 80 years old, uh, why don't I go around for another round? It's like a hard code. Like, let me just start it over. The, the, the vessel I'm in is getting weak. Things are not going away. I just got too many memories. I wanted to start over. Now, for an immortal, the only thing they have is their memories. So they would never want to start over. So we see two characters even inside of ourselves. One that wants to forget everything and just be blissful, right? It's not going on. And then this other character that wants to know all, see all, etc. So that is why, my good friends, that when we interact with others, there is sometimes results that we do not expect that don't rub us the wrong way, or excuse me, rub us the wrong way, that basically are not what we expected. Because daily, especially because of things like the dream world, which is, that's a whole nother conversation, that's a whole nother show. But when that person wakes up, <laughs> you don't know what condition they're going to be in because they were so deep in the sleep below theta that the things that can really have uh, uh, sway over the person's consciousness they were in there with all night, fighting and be, <laughs> arguing. And, and this is a direct product of what was consumed. You are what you eat. <laughs> you see, so there is a chain of events that we're very much in, 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 uh, in control of. Because some people say, well, I'm experiencing so much stuff, I just don't know what's happening. <laughs> and they're still going in on something. That's where it's happening. It's starting right there because it's all the orifices. Whatever you're taking in. So the portals are the nose, the mouth, the ears. All those are portals because they take in. So what your air quality is like, what your eyes are seeing, like if it's disastrous, you know, the environment. All those things are your portals and that's what you're taking in. And that's what, until you become a master, will be controlling your world. But the master does not give any of that any play. The master is the master over the archons or over the organs in the body. Now, let's take the uh, jettison seat real quick on, on the craft. And let me see, we're reaching about, oh, we're, we're a little bit in. But I want to talk about very briefly, especially in this earlier part. Remember, this is still the problems. <laughs> this is bad where the solution right, be. Right. If we see now that the, what the world is, is it is actually the entire universe. Some people say it ain't so. But I'm telling you, the Orient, if you go to Wikipedia and you type in Orient, then you look at the etymology behind Orient. The etymology means Orion. Syrian, Syrians are from Sirius. Isis is actually the, the cognate of Sirius, meaning they're, they're synonymous with each other. There's many constellations actually embedded within the planet along with their people that are gravitating toward that state of consciousness. And that's why they reincarnated there. So when you get involved in a life and you get all twined in and chained down with something that you're saying is specific and the only thing, it's the only God, it's the only one. Oh man, don't start that again, <laughs> please. Because what <laughs> happens is multiple incarnations down that tether. Because each what, you would, what I see as a tentacle when the third eye is open, but each tentacle that is connected has this central portal, and I can only explain this like, 
your chakras. When you stand in front of someone, there's this tentacle that comes out of the chakra and links up with the other person's corresponding chakra. And then a transfer begins. So there is a constant. The entire thing here is wired down on six or sex. There is a, it's, it's only, you drop the vowels, this is Kabbalah. It's only a continuous refertilization, recycling, uh, fermentating, fungating, going on all the time. And how we're experiencing that now is when you drive down the street and you see this big Burger King sign, and then you see Shinawa uh, 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 distributors, and then you see uh, 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 some model from this Victoria's Secret, and then you see all of these different things, and then it's all penetrating you. And these penetrations from these ideas put ideas in your mind. And especially whatever the idea corresponds to. And if it corresponds, because most of the time in the divicanic planes, they work with the demigods. So they work with the lower area. I call, they're called the gunads. Now, even the name, you don't even got to be like some seer. A gunad is a goon. <laughs> and the gunads are basically the area that's down there by our fundating principle. And sometimes the gunads can actually wrestle their way because they're strong. And that's why you still need them. They are the fire, the hearth, and the fuel to the first level of the vehicle. They're the motivation, the arousal. But if the gunads breach all of the gates and make it into the crown, oh my goodness then truly the devil or the deva, which is all happening inside, is on the throne. And so this is where when we stop taking these characters that we know that really are metaphoric and deep and we know that there's some connection with them, they kind of exist. But if we stop putting an arm, two arms, two legs and a head on them and actually acting like they had a life outside, then we will be able to see that they're reigning inside. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And this is the key. This is like when you turn the tables. And so where the human's consciousness is, is in the Cossacks of the last point of their tale. Let me explain this. Your tale is your tale. It's your story. This is why masonry ends in 33 degrees. That's where Jesus ended in 33 degrees. The ascended man ended in, ended in 33 degrees. What does this mean? It means because there were more vertebrae. Because 33 is the third that fell. Remember in the book, it said 33 to the third, the old snake grabbed 33 to the third and slammed them down. On. What they're talking about is that this particular body that we're in is wired in a way where it's missing its tail. So it's been domesticated. This is why they cut the tail off of a dog. The deeper level of the, these bodies are cognates of dog bodies and different kind of genes that belong to other kind of creations. That's what the, really the zodiac is about. But the tail is the person's story. So when you cut the tail and they're left with 33, then they don't have the other 66 to make the 99. Now let me give you the, the power of the number nine and what it really means. Feminine. Feminine. It's female. The council of nine are female. Let me tell you where they're from. Pleiades. There's not seven sisters there. There's two other ones that you can't see because seven always signifies the colors of the spectrum. Especially in, in all this knowledge and all this uh, Kabbalistic knowledge and all the stuff you see in the Bible, it all works on the system seven. This is why we got seven days a week, et cetera, et cetera. But that's Yadabail. That's the wannabe God's number. 
in, in that text, in that script. When you get to the number nine, feminine, that's what the kingdom that was usurped. So what the nine means is the nine colors that are in the spectrum. Now, what are those other two colors, though? So some people say, man, what is it? I don't know. I, I don't know if I could go with this. What are you saying? There's nine colors, not seven colors in the spectrum? No. There's two other colors, black and white. See, they'll try to tell you black and white are the absence of color. No, 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 no. Last time I checked my quantum log, <laughs> the absence of color was clear. So if somebody's trying to tell me that black or white are not colors, then they're lying to me. <laughs> they're trying to make black and white hidden. Now you see the entry, the entry of the lodge. There's a black and a white on the floor because those are the two poles. So this becomes like ping pong. Somebody hits the ball, let's say white hits the ball, it goes down all the color spectrums. And then, it, you know, in the middle is there's yellow, and then it goes all the way back up all the way to red, and then red eventually goes into infrared, then it goes to black. Black slaps it back. <laughs> and then it goes back through the colors again. And then, so the, the reason why these poles generally remain hidden is because they are the ones that are really in control of the game. <laughs> but still remember, at the end of the game, the king and the pawn go back in the same box. Now, that box is incubation, okay? A box is a cube. So this is what's meant by Pandora's box, is mm -hmm. the, the planet. <laughs> Not, some people always take that story and they think of this little chest and the chest opens and all these little critters run out. I'll cut it out. It's just like the story of Gulliver. The story of Gulliver is not, not some giant that's running around with little people tying him down. It's the story of man with all his habits or his hobbits tying him down. So all these meant different things when they were taken into a higher spectrum. So this is why, and we're coming up to some of the half point, I'm asking any questions, maybe we want to dig deeper into one specific topic. But this is why we get this adventure. See, what I'm talking to people about right now is not about how we retreat, <laughs> rare. <laughs> like, it's not gonna happen. I don't, I don't care this life uh, uh, who thinks what about me per se. I care about if I die in this life per se and didn't do anything because that's the only thing that really matters in my world. And they call that being present. But unfortunately, present is an anagram for serpent. <laughs> so this is where, once again, the occult knowledge busts its way through the door, through the language, and tells you the most present entity really here is some kind of serpentine. And we're not going to go into the David Knight phenomena. We're going to go deeper than that. And we're going to go Naga. There because go. the Nagas, which were the combination of what we're calling black and white now, the stringy hair, long hair, and the dark, dark skin. Where'd they come from? Nubia. And then they migrated to the Indus Valley. So our entire world, because when you see there's one primary group of people here, except for what you would call black and white people. <laughs> and that's individuals with six ether hair. This means black hair that is oval. And they're spread from the bottom of the Indus Valley, as deep as Cambodia, all the way back up to the north, all the way to what, we're, you know, what we now know as California and, 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 and United States and all those areas, even Canada, and all the Indian tribes that used to, they call them Indian tribes from India, that used to, that used to live there. Because it shows that 
the real ascended masters, if you want to use that term, made their migration from the South, which has a deep level of knowledge when you understand what the South means and what's inside of the South Pole, but that's another show, all the way to the North. And that was their trek. That was even what the Germans attempted to call Ubermensch, which meant to overcome. It meant that physically, in a certain tense, the progression was to leave the Southern Hemisphere and find the Northern Hemisphere because as Kabbalah teaches, <laughs> what Kabbalah is all about, and I'm getting a little off the topic here, but you got to understand it all. What Kabbalah is, is the study of the underworld or the shadow world because it's easy to, it's easy to get in touch and easy to see it. But the next level of it, the real design of it was to understand the higher worlds because Every being already knew that the higher worlds were, the lower worlds were a reflection of the higher worlds in some way. So that's what the study of Kabbalah was. So now you can see also why Kabbalah is so dark for individuals because they're still studying about the underworld. They didn't even get the memo that, hey, um, you know, evil turned 180 degrees is actually good. So the reason why they tell you to examine evil sometime is because if you have the right kind of mind that brings it into balance, you can actually get a reflection of the higher kingdom, but it's not here. It can never be external. <laughs> the higher kingdom is within. So like they talk about happiness, happiness is within. It doesn't matter where you are and what things look like. You could be in the Bugatti going down the speedway with three people in the car that are worshiping you. And mm -hmm. if you are not happy within, you're Robin Williams, that whole thing. Right. You see? So this is a real deep dynamic. I've had to learn this in my life in different levels because I realize even success, success brings anxiety. <laughs> it just does. Like it's a lot of penetrations going on and you're into a lot of different currents. And then all of those connections that you've established are all tugging and pulling. And then, but then when, when you monk on them <laughs> and you shut the door and turn off the phone and, 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 and sign off of Skype, there's, there's nothing there but you. And so these are, but remember, there's not one or the other to do. That's where we come in as unique beings. We put the balance in between that. We need to make sure we're getting a fair share of these kind of situations. Like sometimes when I, because Costa Rica is very beautiful, it's like paradise. I already went to paradise. I have to go down to the netherworld. So I turn on Vice News. And I'll see what's going on with the seeds and the foundation of the world to see if there's something I can do. And then I'll go RPG in my mind, meaning I, I have to make fun out of it because there's no one else hanging around trying to do this these days. Gear up and then make a hell of a descent like Bumgardner from the moon. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right back into the shit <laughs> and get ready to go again. So remember that also because of the results that we get from, from people when they respond. It, again, it's the response that they can give. This is what I realize is that Never ever expect more from a person than actually you've gauged them to be able to achieve or yet lest you'll be let down. And this is why the Save the World program, which I actually just unloaded about four weeks ago, was one of the most energy draining programs. And the reason was, is not that there wasn't 98% of the people that were exuberated by what I was talking about. It was the 2%. <laughs> the 2% were annoying me and making me angry so much, it was offsetting the 98%. What am I talking about? I'm talking about when evil becomes more powerful than good in your mind. You got right. these hundreds of people saying, man, I loved it. 
that last show, man, y'all keep it going, man. Keep finding these people, blah, blah, blah. And then there's the other guy. You are condemned, you stupid fool. I don't know why you and your mama keep getting on that show, right? But then this is the one that sticks with you. Then you're like, I can't believe all of what I'm doing. <laughs> see, now, they, now you're in the game. There's ping pong now. All of what I'm doing. Because, see, now what's happened is every, we want to be perfect. <laughs> we want to actually allow it to work on everyone that we speak. We want to see 100%. <laughs> but it, then the, if the Save the World program is loaded, the 2% become more stronger. And this starts to daunt the overachiever, which is a superhero name. I create he's overachiever. It begins to daunt so overachiever because what you've literally done though is somehow you've got yourself entwined back into the same thing that you got out of, which was depending on others to actually bring you some level of happiness or some level of congratulations, etc. This is something that, and this is why I said the creators didn't need any credit for the whole damn thing. This is something that actually slows one down. Because it's the action of looking back into the past. Hey, what, what did you say about that that I did two years ago or two days ago? Mm-hmm. And it's taking even that moment, to, and, which is a moment of distraction from the magnificent future that you just keep leaving as a streak across the sky. So this is why in the occultism, they call the being that does that the blind one. Okay. Now, what the blind, what the blind one means is, is that it can only see into the past. It can't see into the future. And the reason is, is because the future is a constantly moving thing that is creating itself as it goes. The blind one is the one in the back, in the, uh, what do you call that? Not the undertow, but in the, the draft of that. So if you want to give this a visual, let's say it's the sun. The sun is gone. It's on supernova. Now, first of all, it's not a man. There's <laughs> a sun and sun, and that means a boy. Cut it out. You have to have to be a generator, both poles, positive and negative. Every being on this planet has two poles, positive and negative. They are masculine and feminine, just primarily one or the other. And that's the wobble, of course. And I know we're getting to the top of the hour here. Well, what I'm saying is, is that what the sun has done as a dynamo and as an example is it's brought both of those poles into balance and then crushed them together and then allowed them to give off energy. Now, the reason why I'm telling you this at the top of the hour, because I'm not saying the sun is good or evil, but if you really under- understand the program being spray- sprayed out here, it means that your conflicts, disagreements, disgruntledness, all-out dissatisfaction is actually what powers that. Because conflict is what you're seeing inside of an engine. Left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right. Two pistons, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. Back, forth, back, forth, back, forth, back, forth. Left, right, white, black, good, bad. So this is what I was saying about you got to watch the earth, though, because the earth is an oversoul. So regardless of whatever goes on in your life, it was in it for the experience. If you kill someone, because the earth is connected to both of you, it becomes the killer and the killed. So thus it balances itself out. Do you see what level the earth really is on? That's what the earth, it's no joke. The earth earth is biggest joke on everyone right now is that everything we build, 
and we're coming to the top of the hour here, everything we build actually is it. Even these computers, all this stuff. When, you, when your third eye opens, you don't see anything as separate. Why do people say that? Oh, when the third eye opens, you see one out of one eye. Unless you see out of one eye, then your whole body be whole. What is this all talking about? Like people didn't know how to recite this stuff, but they don't even understand what it would be like to be in that stage. I was in that, I was in that stage about four months ago, way on top of a mountain with the third eye open. Looked into everything and saw it was all one large organism. Oh my goodness. Either I was going to be completely terrified or I was going to crack a joke. So I, told, I chose to crack a joke. I told to get into the gesture roll real quick because it was getting too real. Because I realized that the houses were all camouflage for the many facets that this being has to use as its primary form of expression. So this is what was read in the book of Metuneter. I actually seen it. Metumenter says that the sub, what the subjective plane is, is it's made out of the material that everything else is created from. And if we weren't seeing so screwed up like we've been staring into a sun for thousands of years and now our eyes got burning and we can't see anything straight anymore, what it's showing is, is that when you look into the organism again, you realize, oh shit, Excuse the language, but it'd be those kind of moments. The earth is plastic, is wood, is metal, is titanium, is anything that we mix together. Because where are we going to get anything else from? And then when we mix it all together like we do it, this is the funny thing the earth likes. We mix it all up and then we put it in front of us as a speaker. And then... It has its interaction with us as that that was created in, in on that frequency. And I'll make this very simple. When you look at the trees, some trees can do certain things and some trees can't. And what I mean by that is some trees are healers and some trees are killers. And if you don't think that's true, munch on some poison ivy and see what happens with your throat. <laughs> so you can see this, though, with the third eye. You're looking at this tree. And it has this kind of hue to it, like, you're like, this tree is making me a little uneasy. And, but remember, the oversoul, the planet in a sense, can then live through that frequency of how that tree is. So let's rewind. If a person becomes ivy, if they do their metamorphic change of their DNA, which is done by the environment, that's what we know in fact to be true, environment changes DNA, Flora and fauna, what you eat in your indigenous culture, in your indigenous area, changes who you are into a certain type of being. If you lose control over that, meaning you're not conscious of that that's what's happening, that you're metamorphosizing, then indeed you can be just a piece in a very, very big puzzle that's not together. But if you realize this, and this starts to really sink in. This is when you either turn out the lights and you're there at that night and you're about to go to sleep and you start thinking about what I'm talking about right now. Because remember, I'm all in. All, all the chips are riding on this lifetime. I got my, my daughter is here now. I bought a baby into the world. Instead of doing inception. See, because inception is I can bring children into an innerverse. A man has a womb. It's the Hamaculus golden lotus, the secret of the golden flower. 
But guess what? It's not so much as something that's not going to happen. Some people think of this knowledge as, oh, wow, I want to go ahead and then get the knowledge of the golden lotus so I can create an internal being. You're already doing it. But the incubus and succubus seem to be quite numerous, meaning that generally the mind fixates itself most of the time on deformed thoughts. So thus, especially in the male mind, what it generally uh, uh, brings forth in its inception is these distorted forms that it has to keep dealing with and it keeps getting nagged by. So we're going to go ahead and take a break here. But what we've done is we've gone on the after quest. We did some introspection and some as of micro macro, which means as above, so below, look at how things are put together. And the reason why one can start looking at this to see if there's any truth to it or not is that we're starting to see that there is a blueprint to truth. And guess what? It's your body. Mm. So the good news is we didn't leave ourselves alone. It was actually impossible. We also didn't leave ourselves without a map, and that's very important in a vortex. Space has a lot of space. I don't know how that, <laughs> you see? So the most important thing in space to have is a map. So when we come forward, as I always say, because I don't go backwards much, <laughs> when we come forward, we're going to talk about where Earth really is. Put that down as a note. And how this is really set up so that way, when you visualize a world and what a world truly is, you don't visualize the world that the new world order wants you to visualize. Because remember, this is not just about a world of chaos and a, uh, what is it called? a dynastopian, whatever they call it. Not just that. I'm not talking about V for Vendetta. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when you see a world in your mind, you see it as an orb. You see it as like a bubble. When we come forward, we're going to talk about how your world is really not a bubble. And that way, you can move yourself off of these fake illusionary spheric, which fear, sphere comes from the word fear. It's the same word. P-H is F. Spheric worlds that are cyclic, meaning the same thing, Groundhog's Day is going to happen again. It's going to be end again. It's your birthday? Oh, shit. It's, no, it's Martin Luther King Day. And we're going to, oh, shit, the same thing every damn year. It's everything every day. There's a holiday every day. You see? So getting off of that, getting off of that cycle that's driving you psycho, <laughs> right? And getting into yourself, the vehicle, empowering it up and going into your higher states of consciousness that are actually running right now. And the only person that may not be present completely is yours truly. So this is something that I think is great. And, and there's a lot of excitement. So there's a lot of energy attached to this kind of message. Why? It's truth. See, truth it's has true. this, it's an inexhaustible. <laughs> there's no, you, nobody's crabbing over it. It's like, nah, I can't tell them that. See, that's what those societies and those things, that's what they created. No, you can't pass, you cannot pass. It's not your job to say if one person can pass or not. That's based on their level of comprehension. And if they haven't been working on it, then they won't be receiving it. It doesn't, it, lock, it locks out. Mind you, it, it has its own judgment system installed. Nobody needs a judge or a king. Nobody needs a Jew or a Judy or a Jew. Nobody needs any Jedis. You can do this from within. So I'm going to go ahead and give a break so that everyone can yeah, refresh themselves. Go.
Wow. So, so, so yeah, seven, you know, I just absolutely love having somebody on that. And, and just, uh, I, I'm just absolutely amazed at the way you get plugged in and, uh, and this stuff flows out of you. I mean, every time I would, uh, a question would start to form into my mind, you would begin answering it immediately. <laughs> I was man, like, it's, it's us, like, man. Like I'm telling you, like there's a big thing about, cause sometimes I'll get on the phone with someone and I can feel it, man. I can't feel it, yeah. basically. It's like I, I don't have that kind of connection. And I just, because, see, I, I, see, I see you as brothers, you know, like someone here with me on the side of me and in this to, uh, to handle this and serious about this or else you wouldn't have made it a part of your life. In, in appreciation, when you understand exactly what that really means, like if that, mm -hmm. just that one, that one sliver of what it even takes to, to, to get up to do this, right. then you're like, man, well, I'm, I'm going to come out too. And I think that that's why the, it, it wasn't a competition in the tense to there's a challenge. It was, hey, let me see how much more I can give. And then this became very fun because like, yo, he's going to show out watch. <laughs> like, <laughs> watch what we get. Woo, he hit us with a hardcore wave. And this is why. And then I just want to say this, and we'll take this break, but, and I think we're maybe already on the break, but there's a, there's a deep story within the, within the Hindu tradition that talks about how this whole situation that we're dealing with came about. And it was about one God, uh, one being that was an emanation, walking away from the collectedness because it was offended. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. And then after that being walked away, and so this is like, okay, as let's say it's 10,000 of us, we're giving off a certain level of light. When one of us walks away, it's very difficult to achieve that level of light again. You see what I mean? It's like, if we really understand what we're dealing with, if everyone is giving off a certain level of light and just one walks away, then right. the light is not as bright anymore. Right. So then one of us will decide, I'm going to go get him. But unfortunately, this means to walk away now. <laughs> right. You see what I mean? And this is how I believe personally, and this is just introspection. It's not everybody's story. But I believe personally that this is what's happened to the individuals that are on the level of the path now where they're actually beginning to crack this. Is that they're gathering and collecting themselves. This is the others that they're in sync with. There's a whole nother level to this. You don't even have to say anything. We don't have to talk about it. We're just right there with it. And that synchronicity is indeed caused by our orbit and our connection to our oversoul. And in this tense, what the oversoul is, is united with all other oversouls, but also still its own being. And this, this confuses people. This is some of the higher levels of the esotericism, but it confuses certain people that you can be together and separate at the same time. But right. why do people yeah. don't see that they're doing that now? So right. all we're talking about is a higher level of, and this separatism in a tense is important because it allows the being to develop uniquely. We don't exactly. want one of those sequential planets where every, yes, oh, everyone's growing at the same rate. They say those, those planets in a tense move very slow. Those collectives, those hives, they move very slow in their metamorphosis. Why, when you right. get the unique people that are also united and connected, which is what we're seeing now on some of the microcosmic levels, but you know, we should see it big soon. That's when we get what we really need. Well, I think we have what we need already, but we get more of it. So, right. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and take our break here. Okay. And uh, we'll continue on in uh, the second hour. And for those of you out there listening on the YouTubes or the Vimos or the iTunes or wherever you this happened to have land landed, and uh, you want to check out our two, uh, come on over to the hundredthmonkeyradio.com 
and yeah. uh, you can check out the second segment. Uh, Seven's website is uh, the Resistance 2010. Have you got another link out there, Seven? Yeah, actually, uh, they can go to AstroQuest.com, and that's where they'll, they'll pretty much find all of the outlets, except for the new one, which we're developing, something we can talk about towards the end of the conversation, which is SecretEnergy.com, and that's oh. where the curriculum is going to be. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. All right, guys, we'll uh, see you in uh, the second segment. Uh, condemnation without investigation is the height of ignorance. And you know the one thing else about Jason, that we got some pretty nice domains. Stay, my friends. Yeah, those are pretty nice domains. Wow. They're pretty simple and easy. Wow, Seven, I just like uh, just give you a little bump and, and off you're rolling. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, you know, I mean, I, I came into this one ready, though. Like, I, I really had... I know. I, you know, I've been I off know, the circuit. I felt it. I I've, been off, it. Yeah, I've been off the circuit, so I've been building a lot, with, especially with you know developing this website, and it's from scratch. So there's a lot of work in that. And then also, I'm working with employing people and doing different things with this whole specialist thing and getting people uh, online with their body. And so, really, because of that, I've been off of the radio circuit. So this is really the first uh, show that I've been that I've done. Um, I think within a month, but I'm about to go on this um, circuit now. And uh, okay. I got a list of like, you know, I think it's Jason put together a list of 200 something shows. So we're going to wow. send them out some invitations and then I'm just going to go ahead and, and start spreading this thing and just doing what, you know, work on my station, man. Like that's nice. Yeah, nice. There, there was one thing that you alluded to it, but uh, didn't say it directly. And I understood when you were talking about the, the different levels of the foods. Um, but even just directly light source where some people have become like solitarians. Uh, yeah, um, they're light eaters. Or, or, or uh, um, burfarians, mm -hmm. um, where they're directly taking directly from the prana of the chi. For sure. I mean, and this is where, you know, even when I use the term light eater, somebody like they think of like one of the darkest, horrible creatures ever, right? It's just this right. weird name, right? <laughs> that, this is the whole thing about the judgment thing. Then it, it knocks you off kilter, kind of knocks you off your dean, because in reality, you're consuming. And so it's, if, even if it's breath, and, but the power, and we talked about this in, in another episode somewhere, but the power that each of these elements have can be gauged by their necessities of how fast you need them before it's over. So water is still secondary to air, right? Because yeah. you you know it's only a few minutes with air. The I way mean, with with the air. <laughs> yeah, the way it was explained to me by this uh, monk was, he said, think of it the different ways you've consumed. He said, think of it as a train. They're yeah. all going to the same place. You can take the the local, mm -hmm. which is really slow, and that's what he was saying. That's the meat and stuff like that. Uh -huh. Or you can, or you can take the um, semi express, or you could take the super express, or you could take you know the one shot, which is like, I like the, um, the, you know, absorbing the light and the air only. Yeah, yeah, um, I like that. So that's, that's a perfect explanation. Exactly how it is. Okay, well, I'm going to run off to the toilet yeah, quick. Me too. Back in just a minute, and uh, we'll get rolling. Okay. All right, I'll be right back. So I, I would like to, to touch a little bit on in this next hour about uh, interactions and how, how those of us who are, are you know, are actively pursuing uh, this inner standing. I love the way you say that, by the way. 
the how they interact with others and try to convey some of these thoughts and concepts. And, uh, uh, you know, like I said in that email a little bit, uh, kind of like to, uh, uh, yeah. I guess empathy is the big thing. Well, and, well let's, that's let, what I've well, noticed in myself is, well, let, is how talk, to gauge others. Well, let's talk about it directly, though, because, you know, I always say that even after every emotion, there's something else. So even if I have a compassion, if I have empathy, it, it, it still doesn't stop or start the situation per se. I'm back. Okay. So be, before we get started, I actually have a, a, I don't know, a question or what to call it. Um, let me ask you like this. How much of us, and maybe the language is not right, how much of us do you remember, meaning just you and me? Well, what like, happens? Uh, okay, so what happens is, is beyond, that, well, at a certain beyond, let me, let me explain how it works. At a certain point, okay, it's, it's it's like something. Remember, mathematics is also is really the is geometry. Okay, so geometry can lend you a great deal of understanding about what actually happens and what life form you're in when we're talking about going back and when we're together. And I'm not even talking about just from a loose tense. I'm talking about when we were really there. And see, that, that is the energy and intense that, that I'm running on. And to me, it's not in the past. It's in the future because <laughs> you think about it. Some people think that this is in the past. That when, we say, well, when we were together, they look in the past. When I say when we were together, I look in the future. That's, that's really the only difference between really where my, how my aura is spinning versus everyone else's. So in the future, what I see is this. In mathematics... When you keep going back further and further and further, just like we have a, a population now, I can make this very simple. We have 8 billion people. So there's 7 billion, 6 billion, 5 billion, 4 billion, and it keeps going, 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 going. Then eventually there's two people. Then there's eventually one person. There's an androgen in there. And then there's a blink. And that blink is what we call Big Bang. And then once that blink takes place, the life form that you actually go into is much more massive than what we're calling human beings now. This is the life form that we call the Oversoul. Now, the Oversoul is basically an entity in itself that is collecting massive amounts of data based on the experiences that everything is having that it's connected to. And Consuming. Yeah, it, it is doing it like what our DNA is doing. This thing is very connected to our DNA. Our DNA is grabbing and munching up information, crunching it and compressing it, and then packing it and then keep going. That's what it's also doing. So the, the human, and which is really not just a human, has the ability to upload themselves into their oversoul. And then from that point, all your sequential lives, what you're, which is, you see parts of them in the dream, that's why it's very difficult to access a mirror in the dream. All these sequential lives, you begin to rope in, okay? Like you start to pull them in because as this begins to take place, actually all, what's really happening on an energetic level is you're pulling all these subsequent divided versions of yourself into the one being of who you really are. And you need to be, I don't always say, I don't like to say you have to be, you need to be in your oversoul in order to do that. You see, so now when I see the oversoul in a person, it's very easy to see. It's a certain structure at times of the face, certain look in the eye. There, if you're a stickler for detail, you start seeing that it may not be the entire organism, but when you understand geometry and fractals, it'll be one part of the individual that actually is a direct resemblance of yourself, if you're willing to admit it or not. 
And then from that point, it's easy to identify, okay, that, that's, that, that's that one spirit family. That's the oversoul. This is very similar yeah. to like a Voltron. It's basically different pieces that work on different, have different stations and different functions. But when one of those beings actually moves back into the oversoul, all of them do too. It's like <laughs> you, someone gets the memo like, oh, yo, it's time to go. And what the oversoul looks like is a big giant cephalopode, okay? And this is like a, it looks like a mushroom on the top, like what we would call a UFO. And now if you want to know my research on this, because remember, this is not, I don't have time to play games, I don't play around, I don't have time to write books, I'm, you know, I'm not playing with people here. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. But what I know is, is that what I believe these beings are, that in, in, it doesn't mean, again, that they're separate, okay? Nothing is separate. But in the ocean, there are very large organisms. Like the ocean is really big. Like the ocean can swallow up a whale, swallow up several whales. Like you just don't even know where they are. So you've got to get an understanding of the, the vastness of this, this place. Some of those organisms, especially from my own experiences in, in the research that I've done, when they're not dead, but they're dreaming, they hang out on the bottom of the ocean where they're not, they can, in the deep depths where they can't be penetrated by light, right? Because light sprays a program to you. So these beings are not susceptible to that program. And then that's how they're able to operate everything on the surface because what's on the surface is not deep enough. And this is why, like, they have no depth. So what happens is, is that this ties into the mystery of where the netherworld really is, because I had to, you know, I gotta, I gotta know all this stuff. I just have to know. And where the netherworld really is, is in the ocean. And this is why it's important to understand how the planet is really shaped. Now, the planet is not a sphere, okay? It's not a perfect sphere. Every time they send these pictures back, fake-ass pictures from NASA, they show this marble. Now, first of all, how could anything that has a surface like what we're looking at somehow come out like a perfect marble. And they say, oh, it's because it has an atmosphere. It has this like bubble around it. And that bubble is perfectly circular. Okay, we'll come back to that. But let us not confuse then the bubble for the surface. What does the surface look like? Surface looks like a meteor. Okay, now then think of it as like a shell, a very large shell, but like a barnacle in a certain tense. Now, all of this stuff that you're seeing just keeps collecting on the top of the surface to create more and more, like what you see barnacles do on the bottom of a ship. And that through several advancements and even carving of the planet, that the planet in itself is shaped like a shell. Some say it's a pentagram, but that's also a connection to phi, that there's like a spiral scourging through the entire planet as a spiral going to the center. So let me give you a little geolocation of where you actually are. You're on this meteor-like or meteor-like surface that's bobbing up and down in an ocean. Now, one thing that you understand with water is that water has several densities. There's water in the air right now, and we're breathing it. It's like if we get a humidifier. The higher you get up, there's less water, but there's still water. So the depth has this other kind of water. And this water 
is very similar to the amniotic fluid in the woman's sac. It, has, it can give life. Some of this stuff you put it on a table, it's moving all around, but you don't see what kind of organism it really is. It's just full of life. This is the stuff that actually, how, this is how life begins to generate on one of these things that we're calling a planet. Now, so then when you really start seeing where these other planets, quote unquote, really are, is there basically across the ocean in another area. Okay, and just keep going with this visualization. So that means that when we sail, which most people don't, they need to get a boat first, that costs. You gotta get a passport, that costs. You gotta get a license, that costs. Oh, I can't, oh no, I can't do anything because there's a license and some type of subscriptions and I need to even get to the North Pole to realize that all the ancient diagrams are true. These people were not stupid. That the world is surrounded by a huge ice wall. This is why the ice giants and uh, Sandella, where they got Nordheim and all these legends about there being this huge ice wall that is basically separating what we call Earth from another civilization. Okay, now follow me. Think of the map of Atlantis. It's circumferencing rings, and on each of those rings, there's another world. So now when you think about this, you'll see why there was all this lure about having ships. Not necessarily spaceships. Now, anything can be a ship. Your body, you can use your consciousness as a ship. But ships that could sail beyond the ice wall. Because even right now, if you go up there into the North Pole where the exit is, it's the center of the spindle of the disc. What do we call DVD, the disc, that's the UFO. When you go to the center of the disc, there's an entry point. But right before the entry point, there's a wall. They say that the wall in the mythology of the Arabic tradition, the wall was built by dual core name, old two-horn. Meaning that basically, because of the coldness of this world, it created an ice wall around it. So now, instead of believing this completely just as a physical, although it's going on, think about a person's consciousness. When they build an ice wall or an atmosphere, atmosphere, around themselves, and then they build this phi-bay shell, they become shellfish or selfish. Mm -hmm. And then what happens is all of this shit starts building up on them. Lifetime after lifetime of struggle and strife and people doing you wrong and all this kind of stuff. And then you become callous and cold and lead-like, Saturnalian. The metal of Saturn is lead. Saturn is least affected by light. That's what it means, because lead is least affected by light. So this means that that kind of lead-like consciousness when a person has become a Saturnalian, where they understand what that really means or not, you could do it to your body, you could do it to your mind, and you can do it to your soul. Then the person doesn't become penetrated by light. So guess what? This is what we decided to do. We didn't even leave our brothers and sisters there. We decided to penetrate the dark. See, what they tell you is, is that the darkness can't comprehend the light. But what they didn't tell you is that during the light can't comprehend the darkness either. Like people can't understand why evil, quote unquote, evil people do what they do. No good people want to do that research. 
<laughs> so what happens is when you merge those two poles, that means you know about the dark and the light. So what happens here on this planet, again, is that when the beings that become aware of what I'm talking about right now and are becoming aware, merge that dark and light within, and I'm talking about just evil and going to do evil and then going to do some good, and I'm not talking about anything external. I'm talking about taking these forces that we have inside of us, even when we see, when I see something going wrong right now, it powers me to do right. It in, immediately swings the pendulum back. Rather than me sitting there all depressed about what's happening over there, it's like, okay, well, I'm running out of time here with that whole situation. Let's go into plan Z. It's like final plan. So here's the final plan, how we penetrate darkness. What I built, which is open source, okay? Open source means everyone can be involved. Based on what you do, that is what you achieve. There is nobody here judging, trying to say what you can and what you cannot, but yourself. So what you, what you do in this platform, Secret Energy, is limitless in the tense of you can become anything based on who you are. And how that is designed is the first thing, and this is now getting into answering the question that you, you were asking about how do you deal with different states of consciousness to people and what's too much. The no, first, I, I, go ahead. I, actually, I, I think you misunderstood me because when you were, you, when you were talking uh, in the first hour, I had like a, a, the best thing I can call it is a memory. Mm -hmm. And I remembered something between me and you. And it's like, a, you know, like when you remember something like that, it's fleeting. So it's mm -hmm. not because it's not part of this physical body, the way I've come to understand it. If you don't grasp onto it real quick, it will just yeah. fleet away. Yeah. So I remember something between me and you and then it just fled away. And I, I felt like I talked about this the last time we had a, a, sh a show, but then I'm like, did that happen or did it not happen? Or is that just all coming right now? Man, these days, what I notice more than anything is when, when especially when I really uh, started just looking and remembering the dream more, is that it was in the dream, or in most cases, as short as two or three days ago, but the dream was not as clear enough for one to even get up and say, I even had a dream. You know how that happens? And then you start remembering the part of the dream. And the reason yeah. why it appears there is because that is what we call, we call it the dream scope. And it's basically that you're looking, could be three days in the future, at this same interaction taking place on an energetic level, and I'll explain this very simple. Generally, if I'm about to meet someone with a strong force, I see them in the dream the day before. My, my, my scope is on a day before. And what happens though is, is that I most of the time cannot identify because they're in some totally different garb in a tense to how it's being interpreted by the mind until I'm actually with the person and then I'm like, oh man, last night. Okay, so that's what that meant. So again, this takes, especially a lot of stuff going on, it takes really a, just a lot of step-by-steps of even weaning out before of exactly how your consciousness is working and when you're, you know, kind of this, what I just explained now, when you're seeing something that is about to take place and then you have the deja vu 
and then you feel it. And then when you grab it, just like a dream, it slips out. Now, let me explain this really briefly about the grabbing and slipping out. It's like the same thing as when you get up in the morning. If you're really trying to remember the dream and it's still there, don't open your eyes. Because the moment you open your eyes, all of this light feeds into the eyes very briefly and it gives the program. And that program is so strong, it overwrites those lighter codes. <laughs> and from that point, just like when you would feel the, the feeling of, man, something happened. Man, we were doing something. Were we doing that last time? How many times did we have a show? Did we have three shows? Did we have two shows? Was it live? Did somebody call in? Did they have callers? I thought they had callers. You see, so because this is what my mind was going through today. But then still remembering, okay, it's showtime. Remember that, meaning that I'm only looking for certain integers because the mind can also go into synchronicity very heavy and start connecting it all. But that, you know, that, only, that gives me only a certain amount. It's not also what all the time I'm looking for. I'm also looking for the effects, the causes, and, and deeper things, right? So then I'll snap back in and be like, okay, I just know that when I get in there, that it's not time for, oh, uh, let's, let's talk about, you know, just how some of the older conversations may be structured, especially when the gloves are on, like I said, when you're trying to keep the conversation in the scope of what the listeners are hearing. But the true reality is, especially when one is getting into that zone, it's the vibration. You can take a blind person that doesn't even know the language, and they can listen to what I'm saying. And when I'm done, they'll get more at times than a person who can actually understand exactly what every word that I'm saying but can't feel my tone and my vibration to how this is you. Like, I'm, I'm here telling you that I crossed over the threshold and walked back. You can check me out. I don't have no reason to play <clears throat> games. I've been playing games all my life. The reality is when you, hundreds of recordings now, there's gems dropped. So it shows how I would eventually have gotten to it anyway and beyond it. But what I'm doing, because I'm at my station, is I'm just quickening the other individuals that are also doing that in another scope. Because there's other areas that I'm really missing out on that if I don't connect with people that are already doing that and have already worked on that, then this kind of work doesn't see its total fruitions. You see what I mean? But that person who may even be just an accountant working on crunching that numbers all their life but still conscious, Sometimes fix the numbers behind an, entire, behind an entire conglomerate of sovereigns that are opening up an open source bank. But just because they can't tell you how the Popo Vu is connected to the Popo and the Popo is an octopus and that's pop, the Popo from the Papacy and the Jesuits are in on it, <laughs> doesn't mean that they can't fix up everything to make even something that, uh, make even something come out of even that kind of knowledge and why the world would be in possession of that kind of knowledge because let truth be told, that kind of knowledge breaks ice walls. Mm. Like that's, that's the hammer of Thor. The human is the hammer of Thor. That's the pentagram. But not everyone can weld it. <laughs> that's what they tell you right out the bat. And it's shit. Not everyone can get in one of these bodies and have success. Take a look around you. The human being is a weapon. Just on backstock. Mm. This being is so powerful, it can throw cones that warp realities. It, you can be trapped inside of another person's mind that has a strong mind. The strongest minds win. That's why when they created this projection of the new world, 
and they use the blueprint that they used, they attempt to set that blueprint up in the minds, in the temples of the beings that are in that, that, that are now participating in that blueprint. So this is why, you know, I'm glad we're airing in Japan because they get into this kind of stuff. This is, means then the Genova God string, which was really the Jehovah God string, was something that was really being honed in on about there being a one-waff or a wonder weapon. And a wonder weapon is basically when we go through a period that whoever has the strongest weapon wins. That's why God is a weapon. This is what you have to understand. The Israelis, what they cooked up in the Kabbalah, which what they stole from the Kemetans, was the fermentation of splitting Adam. <laughs> now, look in the beginning, they split Adam. Adam was Cadman, he was an androgynin. He, he, she, Shem was an androgynin. They split Adam, took his ribos, and then made another creation that he wanders after, seeking himself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they both wander after one another, Ouroboros, eating each other's tails. <laughs> Right. <laughs> right? right. So this is where, like I said, this, the, the riddles and the sphinx and all this stuff. And what I encourage people to do is that still take it easy, man. Like you understand this. It makes perfect sense. But also grandfather into it. Like don't be looking for that. The, the end in a tense. Settle into it and watch the progression of warp speed. And that's what we're going into. We're going into the age of ether. Like any person that's slightly smart enough can see that this, these cycles are progressing based on their elements. That in each progression, another element comes forth and this changes the, this changes the language and the structure and everything in the reality. So back in the day, it was industrial age to say, right? And then, uh, and, uh, well, actually, let's go back further. Let's go back to the Stone Age. <laughs> Right? And then there's the golden age. You know, everyone knows how to use gold now, melt down gold, maybe even eat some gold. <laughs> and then from that point, there's iron. The iron age comes in, industrial ages come in, where all the metals are put together. And then somebody says, man, you know, all this density though, nobles, why can't we go air? Space thing came into picture. See, this is changing consciousness, though. It's just not about hopping on one of these fake shuttle crafts with these rockets on the back, which are really just testing out how far they can fire it at somebody. It's about the consciousness taking off, because that also bleeds out from that kind of external projection of, of the higher knowledge. So then when we move into the next age, can any stone caveman tell me here what age might we be going to next based on a simple observation? And a simple observation will tell us if we left the space age just now, we go into ether and then we discover energy weapons. That's how the whole progression, it's already happened, I can tell you that. Once we discover that the body can pull in energy and can exert that energy in great force, everything changes. Because the beings that have been enslaved in that crucible, and this is, this is now when the surgeons need to move in, and the workers need to move in, and the birth and the midwives and all that, because what happens with a being that doesn't understand or understand, as we call it, what it just went through, why that happened to them, and then all of a sudden it gets power, then you have the formula for Yaldabaoth, meaning you have the formula for the chief archon.
See, the chief archon, this is the last stage of the role-playing game, which is set up in a person's mind, okay? It doesn't know where it came from. This is its confusion. This is its fury. Imagine having all this power and then not even knowing where you came from. It's extremely disorientating. And the reason why is, is because you came from a word. Okay? Let me make that clear. This being that we're referring to, Chief Archon, which is not separate from self, should not be made to feel that way because that's kicking out the old child again into the realm of the wolves, is confused. It doesn't know where it was from. So is that story so different than ours? Meaning that we're here on this planet and not one of these smart MFs can tell us where, how we got here. Man, this is bullshit. Like, I can't stand for that kind of stuff. So this is also what causes sleep. Because if you start accepting that and acting like that's okay, that's, the lullaby, that's Lila's lullaby. That's when one conforms, one becomes domesticated. You see, so what we're talking about here is we're talking about real life. And if a person doesn't want to accept that yet, that has nothing to do with us accepting it and moving into our next stage of consciousness. And in fact, that's where this is all coming into now. That is the hundredth monkey. That's when the powerful, because there's more than a hundred of us for sure, mm. but the powerful concentrated seed germinates. The real German, first man, right? When that seed germinates, and then what comes forward is, you know, in their tense is the cadman, basically the being that's not divided. <laughs> it doesn't need to find anything external from it to actually get its rocks off. It turns itself on. It's motivated. You see, so this is why, and I'm not telling people to, oh, to cancel all their relation, external relationships, but what I'm saying is, understand, be, be, what did it say? Behold, I saw the ladder going up and down, meaning that energy is going in and out. And you have to be there like Lord Governor at the steps, figuring out what's coming in the kingdom and what's not coming in the kingdom. So this is why this introspection with self should go something like a climb back out of the Cossacks, because we were talking about that earlier. What happened is when leaving your crown and descending into the world's these worlds are hostile. The nether world for a being that has only seen perfection is hostile. So, what, so let me tell you, again, remember where we came from. But also remember where we're going to because they're one and the same. And when we collapse that, that split in between those two, that's when we transcend time in our consciousness. Time collapses. Father, time collapses. So, again, the occult names behind this, and just for those who may be following the occult law, is Akarana, Zervan Akarana. That is the, the chief god of the Zoroastrian, before the Zoroastrian pantheon began, which became Yaldabaoth, which was just known as the Lord of Time, the one who began time. Time begins in confusion. It begins where you're disorientated. You don't know where you are. You, don't, you have to start counting days and shit. 
Like, how long have we been here? Like, somebody start counting. I've been here for 515 sticks. Wow, that's a long time. So as that begins, remember, that's the stage in the consciousness. That's when the consciousness is trapped. So what I'm telling you is the chief archon in the consciousness is trapped because it doesn't know that it came from a word. So let me explain what this word is. The word sends out a tone and a vibration that looks like a cone. And it, that cone is like the seed to life. Okay, so this then answers the mystery of where did we come from and why we don't know where we came from. And this is because where you came from, you had no senses to perceive that space. Because what you gain here when you take a phi-based body or a five-based body, five fingers, five senses, love to fight because not, not being balanced, you can't balance a five. It's not an even number. So in that reality, then you can only perceive things from that sense, in that perception. So the space that is before that, and maybe even be several stages before that is, what, is where we're moving our, our consciousness into. We're coming out of these shells and out of these, these, uh, uh, these prisms, prisms or prisons. And that's how they tell you, if you shine the light into the prism, then it sprays out into seven colors. Really, we talked about it as nine, but let's talk about what that means and why the word prism is synonymous for the word prison. It means a place that you can trap light. You can trap light in a pyramid. You can trap light in a triangle. So why do you think there's these big-ass pyramids hanging out there on the desert with calcite walls, meaning walls that are made of the same thing as bones, piezoelectric? So you have big chambers. So all I'm telling you is it's not that the conspiracy is within the pyramid. What I'm telling you is, man, you're sitting on a powder keg of high levels of knowledge and all sorts of stuff going on and you're benched right now right. and all you got to do is say goodbye to the coach and go get on the real team which we're going to talk about here in a minute which is open source nobody is lord or god in fact heavy is the head that wears the crown <laughs> i mean it's a real thing you got to watch your back all the time and watch your front and your side you know, and your other side, and you can't even trust the angels around you, it's gotten bad. You see what I mean? You got to understand what God's position really is. Like, who is God? And, you know, I don't think, you know, we're going to go into that territory today, but maybe in the future about just the life of God on this planet, meaning the life of the first king. See, they say, who was the first king? Let me show you the codes, because the Bible is it's, it's a huge code book, right? The first king was Saul. Okay? Now, remember, in the Bible, all kings are really queens. And this is why the, the patriarch changed the matriarch. Most of these, these uh, kings were androgens themselves, and that's why they always show the king in many tents. Like, even in the new, recent movie, they show the king as, as being slightly homosexual, etc. And there's, of course, there, the queen of England is supposed to be a male. There's lots of that kind of stuff going around, but what really, really symbolizes when you get out of all the externalism is that the first king was a male-female androgynous. So this gets into, again, what we talked about about the genealogies, why the kings even first started, 
the king's children's. Now, remember, this word is etym- etymolo- in etymology. Keen is K-I-N-G as we spell it in English. In Hebrew, it's Q-A-H-E-E-N, Cain, all right? That, that is the word that gives you Cain in English, okay? Which was, Cain was the, known as the first king. Then that Cain, when you spell it out, you can see right away that that word is really saying queen. So it's a king-queen. And so what I'm saying is, is that it's all, again, a metaphor of our stages in entering into these realities. First being collected into one body, then going into dualism, then having so many creations after that, that we begin to denote one as higher or lower than the other based on its achievements, right? So the latter back would consist of that same kind of thing going on until we get to the central part. So this is, again, seeing it as a pyramid that you're walking up to get to the top or the tip. This is a mathematical equation. It has nothing to do with the Illuminati. It has everything to do with geometry of coming back into the totality of self, not organizations and companies. So to get back into what we were talking about before about how do you create something that is capable of assisting individuals on the levels that they're on is how the platform is designed. And I just want to give it in a nutshell is that there's no overlapping. Meaning that if a person has worked themselves into the level three, let's say, ethereal state of consciousness, what they have access to is a space where everyone else that has reached that stage of their consciousness is also there. So they can interact with those people because those people, if they've reached that level, are serious about that. See, all you're doing, remember, all the synchronicities that are happening are, are, would, happen, would happen anyway if someone could be the conductor. This is like watching a gigantic orchestra and nobody is conducting. Nobody's telling a saxophone, tone it down for a moment so we can let baritone come in and we can get ready to get this thing worked up into an entire symphony. You see what I mean? So this is also in our states of consciousness inside of ourselves that our bodies and how they're organized now, nobody's whipping them back up into shape either. So what I'm trying to explain to you is that this being, the king, the cane, the con, the Cohen, the priest, is also us. See, anytime you bring out one of these big bad motherfuckers into the external reality and you let it scare the crap out of you, now you, you've lost again. There's none of this stuff that is separate than us. And that's why I don't have fear of that kind of stuff. That's why that's when you collapse the prism. You now shatter all the glass, like at the end of the Conan. You shatter all the glass of the illusions that have been created by the rainbow serpent. <laughs> and then what stands there in front of you is the real you after the cycle of time. When you become callous and Saturnalian. If you let time do you like that. So again, to explain the mystery, it was Saturn, who's also known as Cedar that was that androgen angel that landed here. And this is why, or, or plunged itself, is more clear, into its own dream, or plunged itself into the ocean, causing the waters to become salt. Because the first king in the Bible was Saul. And Saul comes from the root word salt. And it said, yes, ye are the salt of the earth, and the covenant will be by salt. 
And this is a connection between even understanding what salt is, how it gives flavor to everything, and exactly how that connects with our state of consciousness. So remember, this is all now in introspection flowing through the mind on the wheel of the mind. So no longer is it, I got to get ready to pay these people and then, man, I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow. And then after I do go that, I guess I'll go to the store. You think we should go to the store? No, we should wait till Friday. See, this is when the wheel of the mind is actually broke. When the wheel of the mind is fixed, this means that the mind is constantly tumbling these kind of ciphers until they all start rolling into themselves. Like what you're seeing me talk about today, like how we can, it could appear that I got lost in the conversation, but then it's only to go down another channel that leads back to the same source. Because I'll tell you about this tongue. And the other thing is I really want people to hone in on the mouth for a second because you need to understand that this, this little tongue can set the whole body ablaze. Meaning that the tongue is a phallus because how the bodies are designed is there are composite bodies. So this means that in the head, there's a whole body. And if anyone knows Chinese acupuncture, medicine, oriental medicine can test to that. In the foot and in the hand is every organ and every part of the body, okay? So let you see them then as pentagrams for a moment if we were to draw a diagram. Pentagram on the hand, oh, pentagram head, pentagram body. Pentagram body broke up into several torsos. This is called a fractal. That's what phi is. So in the head state of our consciousness, again, there's, I, I did lose my train of thought here for just a moment, so I have to relax for a minute, but you know, we're deep into the secrets, but just seeing again that how the body is actually set up, and I, and I gotta take a minute to just think about what I was gonna say because it was very important. And uh, you know, maybe we'll talk about something else for a while, but, uh, and I'll remember. But, but. Uh, <laughs> that, that brings me to what you were saying about salt and how salt flavors everything and how I know for a fact that you can create salt from, from everything. Mm -hmm. um, exactly, when you when boil you... everything down, you get the cell salts. Right. Yes. Yep. And how the body can use um, salts from different things. And for example, uh, how salt, uh, the salt made from ginger goes directly into the pineal gland. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like salt, first of all, an ode to any, some, anything that seems to be very powerful and potent on the earth is a white powder. <laughs> Sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are thinking about other things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you see that it's the white powders, and it's because the powder, generally the white powder is back into its monatomic state, its first atomic state. And that, see, it, when we dive through this, and this is what's so interesting, guys, when we dive through this and we don't make one of these beings our enemy, we get very far. The moment that we start getting honed in on, we beat up on that enemy too much, we, we lose. Because if you see then, there's a flip-flop to this. There's always a bad and good side of every planet. And so if you really look at the, the, the cane or the king on a much higher level of your consciousness, then what you see is, is the distillation. And this is what me and another good friend, Jason, were talking about, about the distillation of yourself and the refinement of yourself. When you go all the way back to that point, and then you're that king sitting on a throne, and then you warp through him. And remember, remember, this is another big thing. In the states of consciousness of AKA the light sider, when the light sider gets to the point of being king, they get stuck there. They stay in that position instead of seeing what's beyond. And this is something that people need to really, really hone in on because it's the next side of many people's past is that then they start getting everything that they, they want and they, people are recognizing them. Oh boy, don't buy into that. 
do not, uh, uh, what did I say, do not hold that hand. <laughs> you know, just think about it and remember all this stuff breaks still down to the cards. 52 cards come out 52 weeks in a year. You get a hand of cards and then if you take that cards, I don't care if you got a royal flush, get ready to pass them back because don't get stuck in this game. Especially the title game, they give you some position. Oh, now he's the most, he's enlightened, blah, 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 blah. And you, yes. <laughs> there you go looking back again, reflecting. Yes, I did achieve. And this kind of thing is quite dangerous, especially when one is right at the point of the door. And this is where the, the strongest energies come in most is because you have to neutralize in there. It's like, oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. You're not going to get out of here without the solving us or dis dissolving us. And this is why in the pineal gland, the pineal gland is covered by the calcium, right? And so, but what is that calcium? That calcium is the salt. And so the salt is still there, that first salt, that maybe when they say the salt gives flavor, what this means is it gives fertility. So that first salt is still there at the gate, like a guardian waiting for you to do what we call clear face. And what Clearface is, is that when you get to a certain point, you have to drop all the programs. And this doesn't mean you lose your consciousness and you lose your individuality. This doesn't mean none of that. In fact, you gain it all then, because all is self. And what you do with Clearface is it's literally a mirror face. Okay, this, if you want to see this on a physical level of what you would, would appear like in physicality, is a mirror body. And what a mirror body does is that anything approaches it, it only sees itself. Many times it serves to startle it. <laughs> because anything that's big and bad is even more terrified of what it looks like in the mirror. <laughs> so this is about when, how you cross the bridge. It's the last test of getting out of this plane and the first test of getting back in. You end up going through yourself. So remember, that's what it's about. It's about understanding all the, 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 the uh, platform and all that stuff. Once you catch on to the blueprint, you can look at your hand and get right into the blueprint right there and then start reverse engineering the entire thing. But also remember in your reflections, if you can see the technology that's being developed right now in our world, even CERN, it's laughable compared to the body. Who will take some chicken and turn it into the seed of life. Because that's literally what the man's body does. They take it, all this stuff is consuming and turns it into a semen. And that is the seed of life. So when they can do something like that, which they won't, you will have to do it. Because that will reverse engineer death. You see what I mean? Like when you distill the seed of life. And so what man and woman can do is they can distill the seeds of life inside of themselves. And they can guard those seeds until they've come of age to become full-grown trees to where they can fend for themselves because they have their roots. So again, how this is set up on the website is you have nine levels. The first level is the netherworld. The netherworld determines, once you hear what's really going on in the confused state of nine of the wilderness as we talked about earlier in the conversation, it decides whether a person is even ready to get to develop their foundation. Because this is not a school for people who want to take breaks and want to slack. They will eventually be gotten to as they keep seeing it on their TV or whatever they're using to feed their consciousness. 
because others are activating and that activation alone is such a strong phenomena compared to all the rest of the stuff that they keep showing on YouTube and all this other stuff that people would most for sure not only watch that, but do that because they'll see it as something that they can do. There won't be just one, oh, he's Jesus. It's just one that can do that. Oh my goodness. That's the program being sent out. When you start seeing multiple awake people, and this doesn't mean you're throwing lasers and electricity from your hand like a Sith Lord. This means you actually figure out how to bring solutions to the reality that actually push it back into this, in this direction of balance. And then once you get that, and I'm talking to somebody out there, once you get that, it's so precious in the universe and the inverse. It's like a credit to every single system and constellation that has existed. And even more, it is a credit to create one's own world. And if that individual reaches that stage, so I can let you understand these stages of graduation, if an individual reaches that stage, they even have the ability to allow others that are connected into their biorhythm into that world when they leave here, and they most certainly will. So everyone thinking that death is not imminent, that's all we deal in in a tense, meaning that we astral, we're astral brokers. We invest in the future of ourselves. We're looking for astral currency. What goes on beyond this? Like, I mean, they just sum it all up to life. Like, no, man, we're fully invested aeons out. <laughs> like, we're in for the long haul. That's what a tree is. A tree is not trying to go anywhere, <laughs> but it's actually going everywhere through its seeds. And so that's what we are, and that's why you can keep diving in. As long as you can go deep, see, because, see, going deep is when something is said that you don't really accept, but it's still the truth, Right? Like I say, a person's Cain. Oh, no, no, Cain is YHVH, if you know the occult. Cain is the curse C, curse B, Cain. And then they go into the whole dynamic with you. And then, and then they, they figure out even more the knowledge. And the Cain is the king, that the king was usurped. That the Rastafarians, or the, the last bloodline of Ras, which was Menelik, was usurped by Solomon because Menelik, or MLK, who's Moloch, but sometimes Martin Luther King, but most of the time wasn't a male, was Belkis or Sheba. And then Sheba had a hoof foot. So we're talking about a whole nother group of beings. That's where the Minotaur comes in and that's where cows come in and why cows are even here and why milk and all these beings before they got domesticated just like they're trying to do us <laughs> were walking upright and had consciousnesses themselves. So like I'm saying, you can prove all of this stuff. You can find it all and that's why runs so close to what we call fiction. But what fiction is, is just what you have not been told to be true. It's what everyone is saying is not true. So this is how you start connecting this stuff and finding that connection, but more than anything, find that connection in yourself. Seeing yourself at times as that minotaur in the maze. All this damn power, but you can't figure your way out. <laughs> you see, this is, these are all things that can be taken back into metaphor and then it can be taken into physicality. You'll see old Rex Mundy himself on the gates of the Buckingham Palace, old Buck, 
right there on the gates with the big ass crown on his head with the dog face. This is, these, are co these are cognate beings, what we're calling totem animals. Because, oh, why is the indigenous got these big totem animals? It's like a bird, snake, dog thing. It's because mm -hmm. that's what you were dealing with in the previous formations of the, the beings that live here. And guess where we were? Inside. <laughs> Incubation. Big ass dinosaur running around. For what? Uh, newsflash, there's only been one reason on Earth that Earth exists. Replication. So all of the smaller beings that were going to later come out of that old one-strand DNA were all in there before they got two strands, which is their division. So this is where masonry started, Freemasonry, because Freemasonry, back in, the, back in the days long, long, long ago, before it came what it is now, found fault in God's work. <laughs> I swear to you. Y'all to Baal, who was known as what we're calling God now, was flawed. So thus, the enlightened men and women saw God as flawed because God was still creating in symmetry. And the art of creating in symmetry is so delicate that the organism can easily come off of balance, creating chaos. So then this is where the brotherhood broke up and the sisterhood broke up. Some decided, let's go back down then. We go back down to one strand DNA, which is reptilian. And then we go out the hole. Now, those who were also in duality were saying, I don't know about that. Because if we go back to the past in one strand DNA, we may get stuck there because remember, Many beings are stuck in that one-strand DNA. They're unmovable, like you can't change them. They're Saturnalians. They're least affected by light. You try to, hey man, this is, it's big things going on. Uh, get away from me. Where's a sandwich? <laughs> you see, you can't change it. So there is no going from one to zero unless you are a bad joker, but it's possible. So many decided, well, let's go from two to three. We'll go from two-strand DNA to three-strand DNA, and we'll work our way from there because we'll go back into balance, and that's a triquera. That's why all religions exist under a trinity, because that triquera, which is basically a triangle, allows you to triangulate, triangulate your position by creating another integer. Instead of having the two dual components in your mind, oh, let's go do this. No, I don't want to do that. Hey, man, that's bad. Oh, that's a good, good. I don't want to do this. You get the arbitrator. This is your third strand of DNA. The, the arbitrator, it's like back there reading. Deep meditation. Listening to these two keep going on. Comes out of the meditation like, hey, could you quiet it down, please? All right. Go back. You go back in your temple. You go back in your temple. All right. And then, boom, the arbitrator sits back down in the trinity of its consciousness and uses those dual poles in order to contemplate greater things. So you put them to work. Now, what this is called then, taking this into another context, is that Solomon used demons to build the temple. This is a metaphor again. That in the darker states of consciousness, because they're strong, they're brutes, just like the god of Britain is Brutus. That's where the word bully really comes from. So you can take the brutes and you can make them lift the jed. This is when you use your lower state of consciousness, the gunad, the Maladar chakra, 
and you put it into order, this means that you didn't came through with this king, like this king, queen with a light sword and put everybody back into their place. Shit, God's awake. That's what it would be like inside of your body. It would be like the planet getting a whiff of the supreme being all of a sudden, supreme being just shows up. <laughs> what has been going on? Everyone's gonna feel like they just partied and partied and didn't know when dad and mom were coming home. That, that would be like the external version, but it's the internal version. And you go back in there and then you whip up the gunads and then they start raising the jed, meaning that the energy, the, what we call sexual or sexual energy, it's a Merkaba, when it's spiraling, which it always does because there's just semen in there whipping around with little DNA in them, they can go up the spine, meaning they actually are climbing the ladder. Instead of taking the exit, and this is, goes for men, when, the, when they take the exit out the tube, they come into the world. But when they go back up the spine, they actually create an energy cycling center for the body to, go, to come online. That's because what it does is it takes the seed and it sends it back up through the distiller. This is alchemy, but it's in your body. And then it goes again for a second distillation, becoming stronger than ever. And a man that can do this can bring a baby in the world that is incredible. See, because you got to realize that everything with seed is in germinations. And this is even what you see in botany now. If you take some seeds and the seeds is, you know, it's just this, this plant spitting out tons of seeds and these seeds are not maturing. And basically it's the difference between like granddaddy Kush and some, some whack from, from some of this dude's growing in his garage. You see what I mean? So you get seeds that are more potent. Now, remember, these seeds also connect to your ideas. So you, you're really building up also your projection system of how things are created inside of your consciousness, utilizing another kind of fuel that you're developing. This is, of course, also paired with when one goes into urine therapies, and, they start, and that's male and female, where you can go into you know, consuming your own, uh, your, ex, your, uh, your own urine because it has all the minerals, but you have to be on the, the right diet, but it's taking those minerals to a distillation where they're assimilable for the body. So they were saying that this was so common back in the old days, what they would administer to, <coughs> what they would administer to a woman, an older woman, was a younger woman's urine in the village. And it's because the younger woman's urine contained all the estrogens and all the different things that the, young, the older woman would need to feel young, and vice versa for the older men to the younger men, women. Excuse me, older men to the younger men. You see, so everything was self-generated is what I'm saying. Once you kick the old thing off, and they say that that was the, the gift, Somebody put it into motion, just like you were saying in, in the beginning of the conversation. Oh, shoot, all we got to do is nudge you a little bit and then you just go off. Exactly, because when you, have not, when you have perpetual energy, you don't just have perpetual energy. You actually also have a positive expenditure, meaning that it can generate even more than what was initially put into it. That's what perpetual energy is, is that when you kick off that initial inertia, it, doesn't, it even gives off more back than it originally gave. And so this is also, they call that like pay it forward, but this is the key to our energy centers. When we become like that in our consciousness, in this tense, this is where externalization is, is, is positive. When you're pushing out the seeds and you're spreading these balanced seeds into the reality, and this doesn't have to be you talking to people. Trust me, talk is the least, the least effective. The actions even the projections from the mind, those are far more powerful. And also the, the responsibility that it takes for a child to birth a child in the world. This means the responsibility it takes to bring your idea into the world. You gotta walk it all the way through. 
You're responsible for walking it all the way through. So don't abort it. If you got an idea, then it starts looking like it ain't gonna happen and then you abort the idea, it's gonna still be there, but it's gonna be deformed. So this is how I'm saying to take what's happening in the realities and in our bodies and answer some of your major questions. If you wanna know what is the whole process here, you're inside of a womb, you're in a water sack. And soon, if you get too big for this, nine months may be nine billion years, so you don't go playing that game and thinking you're gonna be out of here in the nine cycle. You don't know what the nine cycle really is until you get into that stage of consciousness. Basically, make a swim for it now. Like, if you're hearing this message, don't just automatically assume next lifetime you're gonna be straight and it's gonna all come to you. We don't, there's no integers like that telling us yes or no. We only can deal with now. And right now, for some reason, which I'm most thankful for, the real knowledge of exactly what's going on in the reality is upon us. Then it's about whether we really want to step up to the play or not, because this is what you'll also see, Tom and Ramon. I want you to under understand this. In many cases, and you can see this in life, some people are always talking about some, oh, man, I want to be famous. Oh, man, I want to do this and I want to do that. But if they were in some tenses looking right in the face of that success and they only needed to make a choice, they would intentionally choose not to make that choice because they aren't ready. And we cannot control that. That is what's called choice. And because that is the respect, that is the only respect you should give a person is the respect of choice. And this is, of course, where sovereign laws are being violated right now, which is causing mandamus. It's causing beings that know how to set things straight to come into the reality because sovereign laws are being broken. Sovereign laws can't be broke too many times. Entire, entire construct collapses. Forget that. Let's put it, in, put it into place. And what I'm talking about is if you stand in your sovereignty as who you are is beyond a name, even the organs in your body are making a tone that is giving off a symphony or orchestra that will never be repeated again because you just ate something today that will never be in the same form again when you put it in your body. That's called amen. That means it's hidden, your name. That's why name is an anagram for amen. So nobody will be repeating your name. It's ineffable. That's where the real ineffable name came from. They tried to externalize it with the tetragrammaton. That's why the tetragrammaton is Cain. The internalization is your own tone and vibration. Now, your own tone and vibration is how, this is how, what it's like. Let's say we're gonna Google a symphony. We're trying to find, we heard the symphony the other day and we really liked it. We were in the car. We had no idea what the name was. So we got on Google. What will we type in? It sound like dun 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 dun. <laughs> That's not going to give you anything back. Actually, with Google, it will. But you're not going to find the song. You get it? That's what, how powerful we are. The vibration and the tone that we're giving off is ineffable. It can't be repeated. You can't label us. So the moment that they say, James, oh my goodness, this is so dull. And you accept that you're James, one syllable, one little thump on the drum snare. It starts there too. And so be on your guard is what I'm saying, meaning that when the penetrations and the ones who weave the webs begin to work their craft, they do it from all angles because they're angels. They move in angles. So they're not gonna hit you straight up, they're gonna hit you sideways. 
And so this is what we need to realize that we're not dealing with something that will meet us head up with what it's doing. It's going to come in a way that we least expect it. But I'll tell you the truth. Who is it? Who are they? Us. Every time you go to try to find they, if you finally find they, because you know, who are they? They will tell you they, their they is you. <laughs> Meaning that when you ask them why, why, if you ask they why they are doing what they're doing to us, they will say it's because of us. It's because of them. Oh my goodness, this is the biggest pointing the finger. You see what I mean? Even if you go to the Queen of England and you ask the Queen of England why she's passing such laws and edicts and decrees and bills, she will say it's because of them. And then she'll point the finger probably to some arch demigod that you'll have to go track down. And when you finally get to it, it'll say, it's because of them. <laughs> and then this will go on ad infinitum, meaning that there's always something to blame. Until you say, okay, I'm shutting off the power supply for all of those external things that I've been lighting, and I'm going to light inside, a.k.a. enlightened. <laughs> Not illuminated. Illuminated is from the Illu. Those are the Illuminati. Those are the Igigis that manned the ship. The ones that landed here in their craft when they stole the moon and arrested their saga, which started on Mars, which most of the beings on this planet may not even have the opportunity to figure out. If somebody doesn't hear this message, see it as different than maybe other messages, and actually put some energy into it, not for me, I'm straight. Like, I'm sitting, I'm a sky dweller at this point. It's like, I'm several thousand feet, thousands of feet in the air right now, even as I talk inside of the house that I'm in. But I'm talking about, for all of us, an open source spirituality. And all I've done is through my experience with the Resistance and AstroQuest and all the great adventures, is I've worked out some of the bugs, all of the bugs mainly, built a great skeleton, not building the skin and all that kind of stuff. That's what everyone else has to add to it. That's what we get to do together. But it actually is, is structured in a way that is going to allow us to, first of all, get rid of the individuals that filter out the individuals that are not serious about this because that's only going to hold things down but also to be able to know who is serious and focus on them and also allow them to commune because we are still communal beings to commune with others that are on that same path and also to be able to work towards something that awards them mentally spiritually and physically it covers finances it covers all those dynamics a person can educate themselves in a real art and then actually become something based on their own motivations. And on top of that, they have other individuals in, in this uh, platform with them. We're already importing 13,000, 14,000 individuals right in the beginning that they can link with also. So what this means is, is that when a person is sitting in Utah uh, down in Bullocks and there is not one conscious person in sight, when they log on this secret energy, they realize that there is a conscious person, and because we can't see that far with two physical eyes, we may have missed them, but it shows that they're online. And then, before you just dive in, because some of these relationships, because it comes to the territory, could be hazardous, you can go and look at the person's profile if they choose to share it, and you can see exactly how many levels or badges that they've earned, insignias, that show what they've been able to achieve. 
And then those achievements are not based on laziness and then acting like that we got all day to be playing around. Those achievements are based on knowledge and information like this today that I'm, that I'm uh, presenting or that we're ex presenting, excuse me. Step by step though, from where it starts, the netherworld, because some of this, again, may be flying over other people's head, but trust me, it'll land later. The reality is, is that we take it step by step, netherworld to the foundation, to plasma, to ethereal, to vast face, to oversoul, to clear face, to world builder, to the bridge. And when we go through that, because we'll do it together, the outline of the curriculum is structured based on all the courses that have been given over the five-year period of, of, of us coming into the knowledge of all this information. But the step-by-step -step process of us going through it in real time will begin on a certain date, and we'll all go into the netherworld together. What better? See, when I was younger, and I'm sure you gentlemen can attest, when it was time to do something that was scary, maybe, or almost impossible, we never felt like that as long as we were with our friends, our best friends, those that are closest to us. Yo, you gonna go? You gonna go? I'll go if you go. <laughs> well, shoot, if you go, I'm not gonna let you go by yourself. You see what I mean? So that starts happening. And then next thing you know, you got everybody there, which if it's like they always show in the movie, then the other guy starts packing his stuff up. Where are you going? Shoot, I'm going if you guys are going. Next thing you know, we got everybody going. You see what I mean? Where? Inside. That's where we meet. So I think that pretty much concludes this first part of our conversation. I know we're gonna have many beautiful conversations in the future, but it's all inside and that makes it where we need it to be. And it also proves why we didn't see it because if somebody's asking the question, well, why didn't I see this? Right? It's like if you're trying to see your fingerprints and your hand is right on your face, Forget about it. You have to pull it out a little bit and see it. So that's why all the secrets, that's why we call it secret energy, was hidden right in front of your face. That way you never see it. You just ignore it. You just imagine that it's not there. And you go further looking for it. Where's God? God's in the sky. On exactly what planet? <laughs> well, maybe it's the moon. Maybe that's the Lord. Well, that's Jesus. But now everyone's under the dominion of the moon. But before, it was Venus and Ishtar. And oh my goodness, Ishtar ages were much better than dominion stages. But mm -hmm. at the same time, a lot of people were wafted with all the flora and fauna and the flowers that Venus deals out. So then some went, they banked right to Mars. Oh my goodness, they're still fighting. That's the god of war, it's Samuel. He's, the, he's blind, like his fucking Samuel's blind in the eye. It's Samuel Jackson. If people think this is a game, this is not a game. They initiate Kabbalistic characters and put them in a play. Old blind Sackless is running around with, acting like he's a snake on a plane. See, it's all wired down. There's nothing in this program that's glitched. When there's a glitch, they work it out. Like you gotta, this is a, a platform every, in every tense. It's just all organic. So it throws off old electrodes, meaning individuals who are dealing with electricity all the time, when the magnetic stuff starts happening, they're the first ones out the door and shutting down. What do I mean? Every time a magnetic burst happens, all computers and stuff just give up. Put a magnet on your hard drive and check it out. So it means that there is another side of our consciousness, a magnetic side that has a lot to do with our spiritual existence. And because we've been living with L, old electronic ill, for so damn long that we become just as burnt out and corrosive as that kind of form of transfer of energy. It's through pain. Electricity is very painful. It hisses and spits. 
right? Why magnetics is gentle. This is like what you're experiencing in the womb. You're in a magnetic sack. So this is how, again, you oscillate back and forth between your creation based on the elements. So then you end up going into a higher state of your consciousness, becoming a time lord. Then you collapse time by collapsing the character of the time lord himself, and you give back the king's crown. And then the king realizes that he's actually you, and he collapses too. And then you're right there in front of the alien. And then the alien, whose consciousness is so vast, it actually contains every single thing that has ever happened and ever will happen, will challenge you with those thoughts. Meaning that to see if you will keep thinking until you'll burn down your brain, like the lady in the end of Indiana Jones. Or will you transcend? Meaning that will you collapse all these characters, all these storylines, and all these different judgments and elements and all that, all into one, one single minuscule and decide that where you will remain is as a bridge to consciousness. This means that you don't load any programs because you are all the programs and more. And anytime someone is walking down your path, they happen to come down your disc. It means because it really did something, they really did something. So just like we treated each other when it first started, if I saw another human, oh my goodness, we wanna have a ball. Because that meant that we had survived together. Meaning back in the day, there wasn't that many humans. It was hostile out here. There was a lots of different kind of organisms that are not here anymore. And when you saw another human, you generally never separated from them. But when we got more numerous, we had to explore. And if you ran into another human, man, where are you? Oh my goodness, where have you been? Look, I went that way and here's what I collected. You can have this. Do you want to stay a fortnight? Sure, why not? Hey, here's my daughter. You want to marry her? It was that kind of interaction, not get out of my way, bitch, <laughs> you know, give me this, 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 and this, and put my salad on there, and oh, I don't like the way this is cooking, that's not done right, and I really prefer Ferrari, and none of that, because that's when the fake began, and when the fake begins, then you're in the Zion. and then the Zion, it's all a program of illusion, but it's so close to the original, it's a shadow, and that's Kabbalah. And that's why I say the deity that resides over the Kabbalah is Shaddai. Shaddai is a shade, a shadow. So in the shadow world, let us not think that we are the shadows in the world. Let us not look at the sun in a tense as an external thing and then start wandering after the sun. Let us look inside of ourselves and realize that we're shining and even in darkness, we will shine even brighter, right? Because that's what happens. So when you start giving off your own energy, and this is, again, really the conclusion of the conversation, when you release the chains, you give off energy, the darker it gets. Actually, the lighter it gets. Now you've figured out how to use what becomes most people's opponent as your fuel supply. Do you see? So these are the kind of mechanics that you can just you can go in and make a couple moves like make a move is what I'm saying. You got your body. It belongs to you. You are the sovereign of your own body unless you set up another God. So because it belongs to you, make your move now and don't forget about uh, and, and, and don't forget about all the other individuals around you in a tense that are also making those moves, meaning that there are others, there's more of us than you think.
and we connect through synchronicity. So never feel alone because you got breath. Think about what I'm saying, because like we were talking about in part of this conversation, where where were we? I was in the air. See, because every time you think you're alone, surely air is not dead if it's giving us life. So being alone is an illusion. And in the third eye spectrum, of course, you see that more than ever, that oh, shit, the whole thing's alive. I'm, I'm stepping on something that's alive. Oh my goodness, this is, it's all moving. And you know, it's disorientating for a little bit until you realize you need a little, you need some wings. <laughs> so again, that's a, that's, that's a wonderful delivery. And, and today, man, I could tell you, when I woke up this morning, I felt the opposite pole. I was a little grumpy. I felt like it was Groundhog's Day. And I always play, I, I can play that no though, because I'm like, man, something good's gonna happen. I just gotta wait. So remember, if you ever feel challenged or you ever feel like something's happened that just ain't right, right for the left, <laughs> meaning that it'll swing back. You just need to be sitting there expecting it. It's always that way unless you miss out. And so that's what I believe is, is, is the big knowledge to, to repeat today as far as uh, uh, getting people online. And, and the only thing I can do from here is really mess up the conversation by talking and, and being a little tired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Amen, brother. I'll tell you what. You know, I, I have rarely said amen in my life <laughs> to anything. But to uh, the show tonight, I have to say amen. Oh, man, for sure, man, because it's the name. Like, remember, like, this name is really powerful. The name created the world. In the beginning was the word, and the word did not come back void. What is the word? The word is the name. What is the name? It's amen. To an initiated, amen means hidden. To an initiated, it means amen is what is actually your tone and your vibration and your name. And then from that point, man, when you send off that wave, it's ripple effects. So do ripple effects way beyond the limits and correct this imbalance situation going on on the planet. That's the advice that I can give to everyone. You can send your wave, you can send it off from your bed. It doesn't mean you have to go out and do something and call people. Some people work in different kind of ways, but sending off those waves, those vibrations, and more, most importantly, human orgone. If you're balanced, trust me, everything around you is benefiting off of that balance. You don't even gotta say anything. And, that, and that's because you're their pillar. Like they can always count on you. That's why the name of the Supreme Being in all ancient languages meant unmovable. So the unmovable one is the one that everyone always calls when the shit starts really hitting the fan, right? They call you, hey, man, you can borrow $300. Who, you calling it movable again? So that's why I encourage people, man, take, these, take this back for yourself because it belongs to you. And that's I'm the only glad, thing. Like, I'm and, glad you said that. I mean, I, there it is. I mean, it's, it's, in this case, uh, it, just again to, to explain to people during the conversation, if you felt offended by anything that I've said, especially in relation to external creations, get over it. <laughs> because in reality, <laughs> if you give away your power into something else that doesn't even uh, exist in a certain tense, then you've only wasted it. If you put it back inside, then you have so much to cultivate and to spread and to give to others who are definitely in need of it. So in conclusion, I'll say the secret is, is when the people who are in torment now, and there are those people, if you don't believe it, Check out Vice News. When they pray, they're praying to you that you wake up. Mm. 
because that's the only way prayers don't get answered is when the supreme being is asleep. And so we a little sleep at this will. That will is tarot. That's why tarot comes from the word sator or rota. Rota is coming from the word rotate, meaning a will. That's why, of course, the, the Kabbalah means a cable. That's a, that's a connected, the end, connect, the end connects to the beginning. That's a will. So don't let them break your will. And if your will is broke, we can fix that too. <laughs> we got some right. of this gorilla glue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, damn, Seven, some good stuff. Some good stuff, uh, man. Throw so. out those websites again. We got okay. astroquest.com. Got astroquest.com if you want to see the outlets um, of really Resistance 2010 is our archive. That's where we've, we've grown at. We've remained in that site, and we're just moving on now because there are certain functions and capabilities that we really want to enjoy like a rating system like if i ask a question should i vaccinate my child i shouldn't have to go through two hours of yes and no <laughs> my goodness this right. is damage to the brain it's like yes but no you know you can even catch people saying that nowadays they think yeah no i'm like huh <laughs> how, does, yeah. how does that work it's like the brain is trying to merge itself together in their conversation but it's a serious thing just a simple rating system about the hottest questions that need to be answered in relation to spirituality is there like that's in the new platform the the classifieds if you have an art or craft or wares or whatever you do to, to to sustain yourself on the dimension and it's approved and you need individuals that are conscious to take a look at that bam put it in the classified professionals when i need something to get built like some kind of a, a website or some kind of graphics or something like that because i want to work on something to raise consciousness then i got to go to freestarter and get robbed two three thousand dollars before i realize that i'm only dealing with people who have no interest in doing any work Versus if you have a professional system and the individuals are vouched for by what they do and what they've achieved, then you can make sure that you're dealing with conscious people when you're actually creating something. So th nice. these are things that we think that are easy to integrate once you get it to play well together. But the first thing is to realize that this needs to happen. And uh, so that's what's being built now. It's about 93% complete. Our last 7% is, is debugging and, and more of the just filling in certain areas. But overall it's complete and the last thing to do is just the first set of the uh the the first course and then we begin like my goal is not to completely finish this site because there's no such thing right, right. away and then open it because you're dealing with me i'm gonna stick with for detail like it'll never open like i'm gonna be still ah, i see a little on this image right here let's change that and that's not what, that's not what i want to do i want to put the core there let it speak for itself and individuals get right into it and, and bolt whatever they have onto it and get ready to do their thing. And I, you know, cause remember this is open source. So it's the same thing that open source has done for other industries. And you know, and it's obviously changed the way that everyone thinks about even how they're doing their business. Why they're still thinking about their business. Cause these people want to be busy. I don't, I don't get the whole slave thing. Like why does everyone want to work? This is about, Getting to a level where you actually can spend the time on yourself. And it, again, it's not lazy, like laying back on the couch all day. It's on the quest together. And so this is what this creates. It creates something for us. It creates something that sustains us. Us is whoever puts their intentions into it. And then it's solid because it's put together by minds and projections that have worked on this for aeons. And then once it works here, it'll work in all the other worlds because we'll right. prompt, promptly go to those other worlds and fix those issues. People think, they think it's a game, but just get ready. Like I said, like I already know what's gonna happen because I went to the future, then I came back. And then realistically, like if you really think about it, and this is the last thing, just understand, most of these computers are made out of silicone, almost all of them. 
In fact, the entire earth is filled with silicone, just like uh, if you could see it as a metaphor. You know how many of the women are filling themselves with silicone now? Right. Well, it just so happens that the earth is filled with a lot of silicone too because all the processors that are holding all the information are on chips that are buried deep into the earth because that's where it's cool to keep those units from overheating and there's a lot of them. So mm. what happens is, is that because silicone, if you take it under a microscope and you put it next to carbon, it tries to communicate with carbon. So these two elements, still all coming from the same source, are actually really symbiotic to each other. So what occurred is in the future, when silicone was used so much, it created also a time strand. It's basically like the, 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 the energy that's in between two magnets. That time strand is sometimes called the Akashic Records. And so mm -hmm. basically it's a wavelength that is projecting from what we call the future of knowledge that actually is what's taking place in the future. And the ones who can read that actually know what's going to take place because they're mm. basically looking at the code. It's like a coder. They're looking at the code, not the GUI that's on top of it in the program. So, and then you can also read that faster. You know how like, let's say for instance, you read a tarot, you can extend a person's entire life from just reading it if you know what you're doing versus living with that person the entire life experiencing all right. of who they are to get 70 years later like, I right. knew you was like this. Right. See, so this is what we're talking about, but of course on a more dynamic level. So, but yeah, brothers, you know, it's, it's just, it's nonstop jewels anyway. So we might as well uh, uh, go ahead and, and just let people reflect on what was said. And man, like I said, I, I think this is indeed the best message to date. So it's, you know, and now that I'm at the end of the conversation and I haven't disintegrated in front of everyone's eyes, because, you, know, you know, sometimes you could, you know, how especially when you're doing live, you can like see yourself going into the wrong direction with the conversation and you're just trying to wheel that thing back in another direction and you don't know where it's going to end up. But in this conversation, because we're at the conclusion, I can definitely take a short bow and, and to my brothers and say, man, I appreciate it for, you know, uh, summonsing me in the tents and, 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 and bringing me into this uh, dynamic of being able to deliver this message today. And then also because I had the platform to deliver the message on, it was really comfortable for me to, to go in and speak on this kind of level because I feel like I'm at home. So it all works. Hey. Give us some feedback, guys. Uh, for sure. And then also if people want to get uh, to be notified when the site is open, they just have to go to secretenergy.com. There's a splash page there. They just put in their email address and it goes onto a list. And then once we launch even the beta, because we're going to launch the beta first, we're going to send those people out an email and give them a login and let them check it out. And then we don't, we're going to debug it a little bit to make sure that we can actually throw thousands right. of people into it and it'll hold. All right. You got to, you got to guesstimate on uh, where you're going to be. I know you got about 7% work to do on it still. And Oh, yeah, like um, really, I mean, that last 7% is like the part that, you know how you'd be installing some software or something, then it'll shoot across until it gets to that last 5% and it starts taking a long time and you're like, what is it doing? But no, it's, it's in this tense, it's finishing off that first level of the curriculum. But we, I have a to-do list in front of me and really we can knock it out. Like some days I'm really a lot more progressive than other days it seems like I get nothing done. But I would say realistically we're talking about a month and a half, a month, and we're going into beta. And like I said, this thing is completely designed to give people what they need and nothing more. It's a fully curated platform, so there's not a lot of extra stuff going on. There's no need for it because everything is already there, but you just don't get these massive sections of uh, blogs and things like that that are really not about nothing. It's like watching Facebook's activity thread. It's just, right. you know, right. hug your partner next to you and kiss them and count to three and see what they say to you. You know, it's like, right. it's none right. of that kind of pointlessness, but it's also stuff that, and I will say, 
I don't think that there's any kind of libraries, especially image libraries, that rival this kind of library, uh, save the Vatican. Meaning that this is stuff that's never been published. And now, also remember with this, with this site, how you see more content is you go through more levels. That way, we are not showing things to people that would be disastrous if they never made it beyond the netherworld. Right. And so that cre that does, that's what we call no overlapping. And that way, you don't get someone that's a level seven world builder in there with someone who hasn't even graduated the netherworld, and they're just egging them with the troll base <laughs> behavior right. of the right. netherworld. And the person on the level seven is like, why am I even here? You see what I mean? Versus if persons at that level, they need to be incorporated directly with other individuals that are working on massive projects that are going on around the world. So this is a hub, like I'm telling you, like I, nobody's seen anything like this. That's, it's, it sounds dynamic, man. Yeah, man, it's super dynamic, and we're going to be giving some tours and things. So remember, this is something that we're not just street dreaming on. We have been for like two years, though. We've always been talking about building something like this, but the vision wasn't complete. But now, you know, it's, it's in manifestation, so this is a great thing for all of us. And obviously, you know, we'll definitely be featuring the, the 100 Monkey work there because, we're, you know, we're a big fan. We're big fans, and, uh, and we, we, you know, we recognize, and so... That's something that, that's all going to be there. And so it's also going to really allow people to get to the information that they need to get to. You know what I mean? And that's a serious thing. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. All right, Seven. Well, we're going to let you go, man. Okay. Uh, great talking to you. And, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll definitely talk soon. Likewise. And I want to thank everybody out there listening. I mean, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, for thank sure. you. For, thank you. And thanks, yeah, Ramon. Thank you so much. I mean, uh, we were there, brother. That's what All you right. saw, man. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, we'll <laughs> talk to you next week. I don't even know who we have on next week, Ramon. Uh, uh, William I, Brown. Oh, yeah. William Brown's coming back. Yeah, the uh, my, microbiologist. Yes. Yeah, not, uh, amazing guy. Uh, and by the way, so I'm, I'm, I'm up there a couple thousand feet with you right now, too. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, you, is that you I saw? Yeah, man, that was, you know, it was, I, once I started thinking about it, it, it went away. That's how it is. It's like we were in the zone. <laughs> oh, man. All right. All right, guys. We love you. We love you. We love you. Condemnation without investigation is the height of ignorance. The love you deny is the pain you carry. Namaste. Good night. Wholeness.